0: All right, so we've got a bunch of things to do, but I know Brian's on tap.
1: What, what one more thing do we want to do? Do you want to talk about Dragon, or do you want to do the well, line illusions? Well, I think we should quickly talk about, because we want to keep up with it, just some of the yeah. things that we liked and didn't like in this issue, right? I don't know that we necessarily need to talk about all, but things that stood out okay. in the February... 1980, I think the cover was great. Yes. It, it's just the guy who did Divine Right, which I had never heard of Divine Right. I never heard of it. Right, which is weird because they're making such a, it's the entire issue is devoted to, to the board game Divine Right. Right. And I know that um, Ed Greenwood played it, because remember I think it listed, right. remember we saw what he played? Yes. And Divine get, Right Well was there's, there. a, there's
0: another, I think he has another, he has an article in this one.
1: Oh I missed that, I went too fast. Right, so what we're
0: talking about, it's February 1980, for those who aren't, who are still with us and uh, dra- we just received Dragon 34 in the mailbox. Right, which we now know is written
1: like
0: in December. Right. It's I mean, written, did you see months, that? Where months, I think it was Tim Cass. Tim Cass says it's months before. It's Christmas right. time when they're doing this.
1: The but, cover is cool. I like the cover. Do you like the cover? Yes, the cover
0: shows uh, an army um, of knights and followers and, and caravan uh, on one side of a pass moving towards another side where there's lined up a bunch of... Uh, Black knighted creatures uh, with spears and pikes on the other side, and obviously some epic combat is going to
1: happen. And there's some ships in the water. And there are ships in the water. That's right. That's it. So okay, very good cover for that time period. And two dollars and fifty cents. So there was a lot about divine right. What are some of the things that stood out? You probably can guess what stood out in my mind Uh, in this magazine. Defensive magic users. That was pretty good. That wasn't bad. I mean, I did. I liked that because I think in the last one. Didn't we read where Gary was defending? Didn't we have an article where Gary was defending yeah. magic users? Yeah,
0: because of their nerfness or whatever he did to them.
1: Yeah, people felt that Gary, I guess, was down on he magic wasn't users. A fan. He wasn't a fan of magic users. But I guess the thing with magic users is it's it's kind of a cliff, right? It's binary, right? right? So levels one through four.
0: Pretty crappy. Pretty
1: crappy. But then at level five, it's a game. It's all of a sudden a change, right? So I hadn't really thought. So I thought that was I thought it was an interesting article, this guy's defending Magic users saying that, if you think about it, they're not actually as powerful as you think they are because fireballs oftentimes won't kill right. somebody, right? I mean, if you're firing at somebody the same level yep. and they make a save, they're probably not going to be killed. And That's then you've, right. you've blown your spell. So, I don't know. That's it's- why I would use haste in that case. Mm-hmm.
0: It, but, yeah, I had never heard of divine right. It must have disappeared because I didn't start till 82. Oh.
1: You look up, it's funny, because somewhere it says something about Divine Right is going to become a collector's edition, or something like that. If you look up the price for Divine Right on eBay, it's incredible. Really? Yeah, like $500. Wow. $300. Because I was like, oh, well, if, can I buy this for like 20 bucks yeah. to see what it is? No. Yeah. No. Well,
0: I'm not good. I, I wasn't interested in board games like you. I played uh, that. but And, well, and that this was the second edition that they were promoting. There was a first edition. Oh, yeah.
1: I didn't realize that. Find, yeah. I I sort of I thought the curses and quirks there was an article on curses and quirks oh, yes. for magic. magic items. Games, yes. I thought that was I thought it was an interesting idea, which was that, you know, the way we usually think about it is the magic item is either not cursed. There it is. Or cursed. Nine. Oh there he is, Ed Greenman, yeah.
0: Yes, he did. Ed Greenman did another article. Nine ways to change the game. So his bonus. prolif prolificity was even er,
1: er, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, he was prolifically prolific. Yes, And, well I think it's interesting, people think you either have a magic item or it's cursed, right, it's either not cursed or it's cursed. Right. And this was sort of where, and I like this idea, where the uh, sum of the items, there's like a percentage chance that there's a little malfunction in making it, and there's like a little, like a mini curse or a quirk. Right. Something wrong with it, even though it otherwise operates normally and and that is interesting because spoiler alert for those
0: who are going to play in my game I put these in. You did? I did.
1: Oh, that's great. That's great. Some are ridiculous.
0: Yeah, I I don't I I put the idea of quirks. I'm reducing cuz again, one of the uh oh, this this week um America Top Forty, well, Neo, do that to me one more time. Oh, that is very appropriate. For oh, the, it is for the for the noise Did he ever
1: speak? Wasn't like Pen and Teller. Wasn't yes, the guy he with the, never the, spoke. the, ca- well, the he, captain?
0: The captain never spoke. Well, he, yeah, he, it, w- it wasn't normally he spoke. Do so.
1: that to me one more time. Is exactly. that what you say to the succubus? I don't think so. I don't think so. Unless you, because you're dead by then. You're level drained. If you're a level one, you're dead. No, aren't you just a level fighter? Uh, maybe if you survive it, because you still take damage. Oh, um, good point. The kiss causes damage. I believe so. Now you can make me look that up. Sorry. Okay. But so, I, so I liked that article because I thought that was fun. I thought that was an interesting take on cursed items. It's not all or nothing. Right. And and so the idea that I'm creating magic items that are,
0: that, you know, I like the idea, you know, that uh, does well, doesn't say one to three is their attack. So she may not do, the kiss may not do damage. So that's okay. But I like the idea, back to The Hobbit, back to Lord of the Rings, that these that these, wep, these magic items had a history. They weren't just
1: Absolutely.
0: random generic things. And you can have consumables, which are, you know, they're generic. But, you know, if they find the sword, there should be some history to it. And that it has a legacy. And some of the legacy may be good. Most of it should be good. But mm-hmm. there should be some kind of
1: quirkiness to it. I agree completely. And you should name your magic swords and things like that, right? Right, right, I mean, exactly. Sting was. In-
0: right. It's not just, you know, generic sword, whatever. Absolutely. So um, can is- we go...
1: Oh, can we go back to Gene Wells? I always like, my probably my favorite part of Dragon Magazine, it tends to be the, um, the what is it? The, the uh, Sage Advice? Sage Advice. Yes. Because some of the questions are kind of fun, right? This tells us that a thief can't wear studded leather, which you kind of knew, right? And this, as of 1980, you're right, then later they changed that, but I we, don't about. we don't know that. Right, because they're noisy, right? So they yep. can't do it. Um, the second one about weapons wasn't so interesting. What I thought was interesting was, oh, it confirms, we, I think we knew this, I don't know why people are writing in, but you can't be multiclassed if you're human. I love how she says she's not gonna answer questions about Boot, Hill Divine, Right, Game because she doesn't play those games. Nice. And, uh, and this was interesting. Can an evil cleric, if wounded, heal himself? And it was like, absolutely, Yeah. right? And, and evil clerics will even heal e- uh, good party members if it benefits their, that evil cleric's cause, right? So that made sense to me, and we know much to everyone's disappointment. officially, there's no anti ranger, anti paladin. It's not a. I know we get the NPC anti paladin right. later, right? But it's not an official class. Um, and there was um, what is that? Uh,
0: has. They talk
1: about the old OD Oh, and it is a different
0: game, right? AD&D, so that was it. So
1: nothing amazing there, but.
0: Yeah, there wasn't the weird answer like the last time where, um, you know, I I don't agree with this, but I was told this is how it worked, whatever that, um, what was that? Exactly.
1: No, that's exactly right. That passive-aggressive answer
0: that she gave.
1: Oh, yes. What was that? That it made things, it made something more powerful? Oh, it was the spells. At what level do rangers Rangers. and paladins, do they start at their paladin ranger level? She felt, Jean Wells felt first low, if I recall correctly, and she was but told. But I was told that's not the case. What's interesting is, if you look at the beginning, she screwed something up previously. She apparently felt a mule. Mules are apparently, I guess, won't work well in a dungeon because mules don't go around corners. Mm. Mules can carry what a warhorse is supposed to, but once you get them down in a dungeon, they're not going to want to turn corners and such. Everything else I said, so apparently, She confused a donkey with a mule. So so don't bring a mule into a dungeon. Right. But bring a donkey? Yeah, I guess bring a donkey, which I don't, I know there's a difference, but I I couldn't. A horse, a horse is, is, well, this is the holiday, not the holiday, this is the uh, Valentine's special. I believe the horse is having sex with one of the other ones to create, right? Filter of love. Filter of love on like the donkey and then the mule comes out? That's right, that's my understanding. Okay. So the chicken, I'm confused because there's the chicken, the hen, and the rooster. There's three of them.
0: Is Who's
1: there? having sex with whom? Uh, really, we're going. here. They're all chickens.
0: I think they I think they're, they're chickens, both chickens, hens, and yeah, roosters. They're underneath. Are, yes. chickens. Right. So okay. So we are not biologists. We're not animal husbandry. We did not. We did not pass. Okay. So wow, that's just horrible.
1: Uh, combat initiatives by Len Lakofka. I wasn't terribly interested. I'm sure it was fine, but I didn't. I don't want to. I do not want to mess with
0: it. Did you, did you read it? I did read it, and, and I actually put some time and effort in trying to figure out a version of it, and then I said, you know, I've gone back and forth. We all stru- we like the idea of group initiative because it's faster. It's always between the tension between the tactical wargaming that I think mm-hmm. a lot of us like for first edition, but not getting so noodley, you know, with the armor class adjustments and everything else where it grinds the game down to a halt. And the premise is one of the things that still feels mm, is the whole uh, dexterity and adjudicating, you know, my fireball goes off before the missile and, you know, but I have a high dex and maybe I'm using a dagger. He tries to basically give different dice rolling for the type of attack you do, and that's what adjusts it. So, and that, uh, so so for instance, if I attack twice, and I'm using a melee weapon. I would roll twice, and I'd say this is the first one, this is the second one. So my first attack would happen in segment four, my second attack would happen in segment ten.
1: That's
0: right. Exactly. You just sleep I did, cast asleep, I I line did put a sleep line, but that's so what, does it doesn't.
1: Ma- it makes it more complicated.
0: Uh, yes. Okay. Then I don't. And that's why I gave up. I, I'm not interested. In that. And in fact, I was making cards up to try to give people because people don't know what to do, and I have had players who who are sometimes struggle with what actions they can do. I made cards up. I showed it to the production goblin. And I was like, "What are you doing? Just you're making this more complicated than this. We're going to stick with the way we do it, which is declare your actions, roll initiative. You guys win, you guys do whatever you want to do, and then the monsters do it. I you like want.
1: that. So I like that picture down there. Isn't it? The, what is it, a bas relief of Mutarian heroes? Combating the abomination of land and air. It looks very monster manual. It's that guy's head. Right. He's being chased. <laughs> and there's a up severed up. head. Look, there's yes. a head down. Oh, the a body. He's already, that thing's already eaten. He's got We're on page 37. Yeah, that's good. That's a good picture. That's like a monster manual influence, right? I'm sorry? That's like I'm influencing the monster right. manual picture. That's right. That's think? the
0: truth. Any, any, Anything we do needs to be looked that way. Um, so then we had
1: fountains. Which again, I liked that. So it was random. Getting into the fold of magic fountains. I'd actually... Um, I, I was aware of this article. I liked that, right? So fountains can do different magical things on random things. So that was...
0: I thought that was fun. And that's a very old school, both in in D&D and also in the video games back from that time, that, you know, you'd be randomly going through these randomly generated dungeons, there'd be a fountain, and you'd drink it, and either it would help you or totally... you turn you. into, like, a lizard man. Right, and totally... That
1: was very... See, I like that stuff. I, that is very old school. I mean, I don't know if it's new school or not, because I don't know new, what new school is. Right. But, yeah, back in the day, you know, you'd have the stuff where... I mean, that was just in, um, Lara Medusa had that, which was a pool. And if you stick your hand in there, something randomly happens to you. And, you know, you lose three or, con. Right. A lot of it was ability adjustments or you gain. and Right, or that was in, um, I don't know, have you gone through, maybe you did. I, you know, I don't think you went through, General you know, J. Quay's Tomb of Aethering the Dam. Right? No, I haven't. There's a pool that you look in the pool and something happens oh, to you. Cool. And so, um, yeah, I like. I, I thought that was a good article. So that's one, you know, a little flavor, you can throw that in there. Yep. Uh, what? And, and they, they talked about the calendar, because let me, because you know, I got this calendar, so. Oh yeah. Gonna, gotta, gotta. I couldn't find I was very upset, because they were talking about the next D&D calendar, which right. you, I can't find. You can't 1980, find I'm very disappointed. So instead I got the 1980 right. Tolkien calendar. Right,
0: and, and, so, and I need to get the atlas, is that what you told me I need to get, the Tolkien atlas? Oh
1: yeah, where, where you're at in your readings. Well, you do. I, haven't, I haven't read
0: any. So oh yeah, far. you need
1: to get the Atlas okay. of Middle Earth.
0: I was at a bookstore, a used bookstore, and I was looking, and they didn't
1: have the Atlas. So that's why I was asking. Oh, just get it off Amazon. Okay, Well, I was trying to help the local bookstore, but fine. Oh, sorry. Okay. Uh, yes, you need the Atlas of Middle Earth. So, um, and so February very appropriate All right. is we have right. Uh, yeah, there you go. That's perfect. We have Aragorn and Arwen, right? Because it's February. Right. So on February seventh, the Fellowship leaves. Lorien, Lothlorien, and I guess they are. So they are. Oh, oh, wow! And look how quickly after that. Ten days later, mm-hmm. the death of Boromir. What's today? The sixteenth? Today is the fifteenth. So two days from now, Boromir will be killed. Killed. So they are uh, th- th- just like on your uh, shirt. Yeah. Right. Cupid's an orc. Do you orc. say Cupid's a what? An orc. An orc.
0: Because that's who killed Boromir. Oh, killed and that's Boromir. Boromir.
1: You're right. That's right. There's Boromir.
0: That's what I'm saying. Right. That's it. Yep. That's a very good tie-in. I that love it. Is. It is. So, yeah, there it is. So, that's
1: February. And, uh, all right. That's a cool calendar. Too bad it's not appropriate for... Does Darl? Yeah. Well, we need to find out if Darlene has one. Um, Carlos Lysi needs to ask Darlene if she's got a copy of the 1980. And then... Um, I'm not sure what would happen after that. Right. She would confirm she does. I do. And that would be it. Yes, I do. Yeah, that's right. Do you have the calendar? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Wait, do you
0: have an extra one? No. Exactly. Well, put, um, it on, put it on the list of people we have to visit. We need a
1: charm person. That's right, charm person. Okay. Filter of love for your calendar, and that's it. <laughs> that's right. What are you going to do to me? I want your calendar. Okay. So, um, oh, and then there was an adventure. Right. And I agree. I have not run this adventure. This is Doomkeep. It was a tournament adventure, and I think the best part about it is I've noticed you've posted this on our agenda. The best thing is the ranking of players. Yep, that's People who right. played in it, right? I think it was Gen Con, right? Yeah. I can't remember. It was Gen Con. And uh, there's a ranking, and the ranking's awesome. Yeah, it works. Because it's like a who's who. Right. Can you imagine? You go I mean, you go to this convention, all these people are there. So, what happened was kind of like a... The backstory is this,
0: this this module was done and all the luminaries from 1980 played.
1: Almost this, all. Almost. They actually say some people couldn't make it. Do you sure. see at the bottom? Yeah, I didn't Like see. people who couldn't make
0: it. But a lot of the luminaries, and they were ranked, you know, because back in the day, you play you got individual score at mm-hmm. the time. It wasn't a party score in this module. And they were they ranked uh 36 of them. So Gary Gygax
1: played, uh, uh, and, and no, and the best thing about it is though, he's sixteenth. Yeah, he's like oh, and we're gonna have Al right. Alan Hammock is coming before. We need to talk to him about this right. and ask him because he's on in two weeks. He'd be, he he played better than Gary Gygax. That's right. Why and won. And Will Neibling. Ty Fray. Will Neibling might be willing to appear as well. Right. He's in Ann Arbor. And he played with Gary Gygax in the same team. He was in Team Seven. Oh, very smart. And look at that. Thirteen is Jay Eric Holmes. That's in right. Team Seven is. So Team, oh, I want to be on Team, Team 7, let's find Team 7. Team 7 is J. Eric Holmes, of course, of Holmes Edition. Right, Gary Gygax. Will, ne- Will, Will Niebling is, right. he is thanked in the, um, he helped edit the DMG, yeah. I believe, and wrote Gary Gygax's all-time favorite uh, a module, I believe, if I've got the right person, yeah. I think I do. Um, who else was on Team 7? Anyone else? It doesn't say.
0: Obviously, everyone else wow. didn't do well enough. So, so,
1: but what's are. great about it is... Is the winner, is, do we know who, Robin? Hustletter. <laughs> I don't think From he's... From Augusta, Georgia. It would be great if he's not a luminary. We could find him. Yeah, he should be on the show. He should be on the show. Anyone else on Team 5? Oh, yeah, no, look. Clearly the luminaries. Oh, see, that's so wrong. They're all like, like, who do you want? And, like, Gary's like... You know, Gary's like, well, I get to pick first. Right. I'll take Dr. Holmes. Uh, Dr. Holmes, exactly. I'll take Will. Right. And so, poor Robin... He's right. on a team with Herb Peterson. Yep, from Wisconsin. Right, so at least he's close. And there's no one else that ranked. Uh, to, oh, Troy Connor. Oh, Troy Conner's team Yep. Oh, yeah, there you
0: are. Troy Connor. Yeah. So that's not very good. But Gary Gaga in his own game, came
1: 16th. Isn't that awesome? Who scored? I want to know who scored. Who's, Look, the, DM? L- Who's the DM scored? Lawrence Schick. Oh, they tell us. Who wrote the my adventure? It's the guy who wrote the adventure. Lawrence Schick is number four. Right. He's the best, Jim
0: Ward, number He's five. five. That's right.
1: On team three. What yep. does thirteenth
0: mean? What does that mean? Uh, parentheses. indicating with their placings and persons who also played the first invitation indicated the placings in parentheses. That was what oh. they did last time. Look,
1: you know whose team he was on? Alan Hammocks. Alan Hammocks, is coming go. on in two weeks. Yeah. We need to ask. We're, we're going to call them team fee- three people.
0: That's what they're going to be called. Team for.
1: three. That's right. They're the team three. That's I'll awesome. Write that down. Oh wait, and they tell us who? Yeah, it's the guy who wrote it. Oh, and Jake Chiquette was there.
0: Len Lakofka was there. He came in thirty
1: fourth. Len Lakofka? Oh, he, oh, that's terrible. He came. Well, I don't know. How and he came in are.
0: second the last time. So they, you know, he he kind of stunk up the. And
1: look, Bob Bledsoe, of mm-hmm. Judges Guild. Yep. Right, Team Two, number twenty eight. Yeah, that is very interesting. I thought that was the most interesting thing about it. though. right,
0: that's why I wrote that.
1: It kind of makes me want to run this thing now,
0: right? Doesn't it, Does it
1: makes you kind of want
0: to run it? And he, well, the thing is, he came in sixteenth, and he did better last time. He came in tenth the time before. So
1: that's so funny, though. Yeah, that he didn't. How the masters did?
0: Yeah, and, I definitely would love to run. And who,
1: if you go to the top, I think it tells you who wrote right there. It tells you who wrote it, I think, and did the scoring. And it ended on. It actually happened in nineteen seventy nine. Oh, yeah, that would make sense. So this is the 1979, right? Second official Advanced Dungeons and Dragons Masters Tournament. I wonder how he get him to be... he got to be invited to a Masters Tournament. Right, this is Masters. I no, oh, wonder if he still got the trophy. Right. He's got to find him, i got to right? find this guy. You know, that's my angle. I'll do that. I'll, I'll work on that. That'd be I, amazing. Do you see on Twitter where I asked this guy if he had done the uh, Necrophidius. No. And he's like, no, it's not me. He goes, He said, not that I know of. Because like I found a name, because the guy who did ne- Albie Fjord didn't do the Necrophidius. Somebody right. else did it. It was, the, it was in the Fiend Factory in White Door 7, and you know, everyone loves a Necrophidius. Right. As, as right, our uh, Dirt to Dice comment. That's right. And so I tried to find the guy. And so on Twitter, I found a name, and I, did you do the Necrophidius? He's like, no, no. Um, all right, that's very cool.
0: That was very cool. All right. But yeah, you'll have to, Well, we may have to think about Doomkeep then. Maybe. Because this, ma- this was meant built for masters.
1: That's right. Well, I wish I'd give points, so you'd be like, I got more than Gary. Right. Right? Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. Like, can you beat Gary's points? Yeah, they, they don't
0: say how many points. Well, that's true. They just they, You can score, but you don't know how many points the match got. We don't. No. We
1: don't. But you can say I did higher than Gary. Right. So that's very cool. I think it's very funny that Gary was 16th.
0: Right. Well, if we do it for the summer tournament, everyone will run counter, because we typically don't have more than 16 people play. So,
1: so Everyone's beating everyone's Gary. Everyone's a winner. <laughs> everyone's a winner. What do you think about that? That's Right. Uh, 16th. Oh, he's got that look. He's got that scowl. Yeah. Okay.
0: Negative reaction. All right. All right. So, welcome back to uh, part two of uh, Grog Talk. I'm still James. I'm still Dan. And we have another, we have a new little figure, uh, which we want to introduce uh, Brian, DM Brian. Uh, Brian has been a longtime listener and a supporter of this show. So, uh, welcome to Grog Talk, Brian.
2: Hello, thank you. Um, I have a statement. I'd like to... Oh, he's
0: he's made a statement? Yes. (laughs) Uh,
2: Thank you, gracious, honorable, and most venerable high commanders of the Grog Empire for this opportunity to be here. I, the humble Captain General of Appalachia, (laughs) greet you. I bring my quarterly tribute of 15,000 gold pieces and 125 conscripts. As we hey, see, this is how it should be. <laughs> oh, oh, I think there's more. Yes. Yeah. As we speak, the gold is being deposited into the imperial coffers, and the conscripts are being processed. I bring gifts from my lands. I have for you uh, and your enjoyment the use of the following. 30 gallons of the finest wine of Appalachia, 10 gallons of our smoothest, most potent distilled spirits, moonshine, 100, nice. 100 pounds of our tastiest salts, and 5 pounds of our premium ginseng. May the empire endure forevermore.
1: Ah, well said. All well right, said. let's do it. Hold on. No, two, two, we got a reaction right. roll.
2: Ooh. <laughs> oh, attack immediately with my charisma. <laughs> <laughs> it's a
0: 27. No, <laughs> that was okay. One, roll
2: your charisma. 3d6, right.
0: straight.
2: Oh, okay. Well, well. Hopefully, it does. It's better than that eight Dan rolled for me earlier. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, uh, right. twelve. Twelve. Okay. Well, that's that's above that's above average. So uncertain, but fifty five towards negative. So let's see.
1: Hopefully, we roll above fifty five. No. That's all you brought. That's all.
2: I- <laughs> <laughs> right. That's it.
1: We, we we are literally the
0: jerks that we. Uh, that's it. That's right.
1: <laughs> no, that was uh, that, no, that was awesome. Thank you. So so Dan and James think that was awesome. Uh, our, our fictional it's just our character. Yes, it's not. Yes, that's so right. thank you. That's right. It is about time we got the proper respect. Why does you know the scourge has never given us that respect? Well,
0: he's given us stuff
1: though. Oh, so. that's true. But he's never not sweet nothings. No,
0: he doesn't give us sweet
1: nothings. Okay. he, he has it. given. Us, you're right. He has given us a lot of stuff. So yes, and a demon idol and all that. Right. So yes, yeah. thank you. For showing us the proper respect, we appreciate it.
0: That's right, but yeah. uh, that's how that's how that's uh, how that's how charisma and reactions work. You know, that's the way the dice but go. The, uh, our captain here, general, does a great job, and then the dice say, "Man, nah, no one cares." Yeah. So that's that's
2: that's the game. Well, very it, good. So,
0: so it is a role, it is
2: a role playing game, right? It right. is roll and roll. <laughs> right.
0: So. So, Brian, why don't you briefly tell us how you got in the hobby and, um, and why, what are the reasons why we're bringing you on today?
2: Okay, yeah. Um, as you can see on my shirt, this helps with the story. Uh, in the neighborhood in which I grew up, I had the basic set, and a friend of mine had the expert set. Well, this is before I even knew what Dungeons & Dragons was. I was over at his house. He asked me to play. You know, uh, wrote up a character. And my first character, first adventure, first encounter, I got killed by a tiger. I was like, okay, what's next?
1: Like, that's all. That's standard. That, he's
2: like, that's it. You're, you're dead. So um, from that point on, I was pretty much hooked. I uh, uh, looked into <laughs> uh, getting all the stuff that I could. And basically, the way we played, we didn't have uh, any rhyme or reason to the way that we played. Um, there were no... Uh, no campaigns. Basically, four or five of us would get around the table. We'd look around, say, okay, who's going to be the DM today? And it was either uh, myself or one of my other friends. Um, and we would grab the monster manual, flip open up to a page, start planning from there. And that's basically how we played our games. And, um, I enjoyed it, but you know, uh, yeah, go ahead. and I
1: just mentioned, and honestly, that reduces DM burnout. Right. <laughs> there's no a week, two weeks of prep. You just show up, you flip it. And, and what's probably entertaining was there's a good chance that Tiger was in a dungeon. That's right. <laughs> We're not sure how it yeah, got in there. That's
0: right. You open the door, and there's a Tiger, <laughs> and you got
1: mauled by it. And no, and it no, and no one
2: wonders. No yeah. one asks why.
1: It's just, like, yeah, okay, uh, I get it.
0: So, what time frame was
2: that? Uh, this, this was uh, I was in. Sixth grade, so I can't remember if it was uh, the first part of sixth grade for me would have been 1982, okay. or it was the latter part, like uh. the spring of 83, um, so so, young. so pretty much, you know, that stuff made sense to like a 12-year-old, and so we uh, I played pretty much from like 83 to like 85 almost every day, it seemed, and then um, put it away. And I would probably never play Dungeons & Dragons again and if it wasn't for a show called The Big Bang Theory. uh, My sons were watching. They saw them playing Dungeons & Dragons on that, asked me to learn how to play. I dug out my stuff. And I've been writing and uh, playing my own homebrewed stuff since then. That's...
1: And was... I'm sorry, had you transitioned to first edition then? So I know you said you started you were playing basic and expert. So from 83 to 85, is that first
2: edition? Oh, yes. Uh, okay. I just had the basic set, the basic red box. And, but whenever I had enough money, I'd go to the bookstore or a toy store and buy one of the first edition books. And so we always played. So we had a mix of basic and first edition
1: Right. I think a lot of us, I, I didn't even understand what BASIC was, really. I didn't really have much of a concept of, of any of the differences. I think a lot of people did a mishmash of things. So how long, so how long ago did you start playing again?
2: Uh, this was probably maybe three years now. Okay. Uh, three and okay. a half.
0: Similar time. Similar time, right? You started about three.
2: Yeah, about the same
1: time, yeah, which I think... And so are you playing with your... You said you your son who is watching The Big
2: Bang Theory? Uh, yes, I have two sons, and uh, my youngest really likes the game a lot. My oldest, not so much. And so... Um, I guess in Big Bang Theory, they've, they've seen that show, or they've played Dungeons & Dragons in that show a couple times. And then from sometime after that... Um, yeah it's been it's been a really really good uh fun adventure uh i I'm really glad that i've gotten back into it so you're, so you're
1: playing it sounds like you're playing first edition with your son oh yes uh exclusive yeah, okay I've tried fifth edition
2: and uh, I don't like it for many reasons and so uh, I think I'm more of a purist i guess when it comes to first edition uh, I agree with you uh, Dan on the book that shall not be named. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, one of mine. Um, and so is your son okay with that? Or is your son like, oh, I want to play the newest edition. I, all the other kids are playing fifth
2: edition. Uh, no, he, Yeah, uh, I think he's pretty much okay with it because we have uh, played fifth edition together. And uh, he and I have the same opinion that we just don't like it. It seems too overpowered and uh, uh, for a variety of different reasons that I don't want to get into, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it, it's uh, that, that's a whole other uh, that's a whole other show. Yeah, edition wars. We don't get edition wars. Yeah. yeah so
0: one. Of, so um, we're very fortunate to announce, and uh, we talked a little bit about mm-hmm. that. Uh, we have now the uh, Grognards Guild online, our virtual Grognards Guild, and Brian is our first DM to start a campaign leveraging our online. So. We wanted uh, Brian to give you a chance to kind of uh, pitch your campaign because there are some, there's still a couple of seats available if people want to uh, join. So, uh, Brian, take it away. Tell us about your setting and if people want to play, what what they need to do.
2: Okay, yeah, thank you. I'm I'm excited and pleased to have the opportunity to do so. Um, One of the things that um, people should do is go to your meetup if you could set up a link for people to find that. We will. And, uh, but that's not necessary because we're going to be playing on Skype. And what is necessary is that you have to be added to the Skype site in which I have set up. Um, it's called Unknown Lands. And if you search for that, several, maybe six or more, Unknown Lands will pop up. But the one that has a an icon of really green trees, is the one in which you need to look for. So it's very important that you are on that site. That's how we're going to be conducting the game. And it's going to be audio only. We're going to be playing every Friday night from 7 p.m. to uh, 11-ish p.m. And I guesstimate the campaign is going to probably take six months to complete. Uh, I would like to have players that are committed and... Uh, I understand that life gets in the way of D&D, and sometimes you can make it, sometimes you can't, and so that's no problem either. Uh, I may uh, have a way to work that out. Uh, basically, the setting of this campaign, or the title of this campaign, is called Protectors of the Realm. So if you go to Meetup, go to Events, scroll and find Protectors of the Realm, you'll see uh, the announcement, and there's been several uh, conversations or posts. I've listed a whole lot of information on there about uh, the game itself, character creation, and on the Skype site, I have put up some information, some maps, and some home rules in which I'm going to be using. Um, So you can uh, get a head start on that. Uh, Session zero is going to begin at 7 p.m., on Friday, February 28th. And that's basically going to be character creation. If you haven't made your character already, uh, questions and answers. It's going to be um, uh, the background and the setting. Uh, This is a homebrew. Um, uh, This takes place in a kingdom that I call Anlin. And Anlin is currently... At war with a kingdom to the south called Biome, uh, this is a young kingdom that uh, ruled by a dynasty that's only had three kings, and our adventurers are uh, new to adventuring, are looking for employment, and they have the opportunity to become part of an elite squad called the Protectors of the Realm. And if uh, during their trials, if they are deemed worthy to become one of these elite squad members, then they go forth and continue adventuring, completing the missions that are put before them. So, yeah, I'm excited about it. I, uh, I, I think it's going to be a, a really good time, especially for those people that want to play an, uh, an old-school-style Dungeons & Dragons uh, player's handbook, Dungeon Master's Guide, Monster Manual 1, 2, Deities, and Demigods. And again, like I said, there's a few house rules, a few little things that I've put in there. Um, But basically, I like to keep it to those limitations because I think, in my mind, there's more possibilities in those restraints. And I think it allows for uh, maybe more creative or better play with the restraints of... That first edition. So well, again, yeah. So I'm, yeah, I'm kind of like a purist, I guess, in, in that in that respect. And so, uh, any of one out there that's listening, uh, check it out on Meetup, join, and we'll have a really good time starting Friday the twenty eighth.
0: Wonderful.
1: Yeah, and it's a great idea. you know, so many people who want to play one e have difficulty finding a group right. because there's just not that many people. Out there who do play one more more than I would have thought, but still I think it'd be hard to find a group to meet in person.
0: Yeah, if you're not in a major metropolitan area, or you know, gaming is already a challenge. Most people want to play the latest versions, and so um, you know this was an idea. And again, we thank Brian for being the first to kind of do that. and And we'll put the links here in this as well. If you go to grog, uh, grogcon.com, or if you always if you can't find any of that, send a
2: Email to info at grogcon.com,
0: and we will help you. Or, call, or call the grogline. line. Or call
2: the grog line. That's right. I check. <laughs> Go ahead. Right, so that's, so. Uh, I was just say, that's another reason uh, you'd mentioned. It's difficult to find people who want to play 1E. Uh, I did have a at-table game. Um, and at times, we would have anywhere from four of us to, I think, one time we had eight or nine of us at the table. And the shop in which we were playing, uh, at any given Saturday, there might have been two dozen people or more in there playing Dungeons and Dragons. However, there might have only been four of us or five of us playing first edition. And so um it, it has become difficult to get people to even try first edition. Because you know, most people are the latest and greatest, and you know, people like what they like. And um, I don't begrudge them of that, but for me, um, the first edition style is what I like best.
1: Yeah, it, it, indeed. So, uh, so no. So, thank you very much for doing it. Uh, we look forward to uh, following the progress of the campaign and uh, getting more people involved in playing One E who haven't had the opportunity to do so.
0: So part of what, uh, and thank you Bucky for reminding me that my mic was not on when we did our break, thank you. Oh. Uh, yes, this is why we love, we love our fans. Strange our
1: ratings went up for that. brief. That's period. right, <laughs> actually people
0: started joining. <laughs> um, so part of what we want to do here is to highlight your skills as a Dungeon Master, and this was an idea from our dear friend, uh, Carlos who said, Hey, we've got this hex crawl. You know, we've had uh, we had Carlos start it off, then obviously our other dear friend Vic, who both are gonna be running at uh, GrogCon, took it over. But he's like, Hey, why don't you have other DMs kind of do the gro- uh, do the hex crawl and you know kind of take turns on this? We well, said, great, you know, everyone should be able to torture us. That's right. that's that's wonderful. So uh, Brian is gonna give us a little run through uh some work for us, as he knows we are stuck in the northern realms. We don't know exactly where we are because we're completely lost. I'm cold. We're cold, but we're eating. But we are eating uh, black pudding, which we're going to do. Oh next yeah, week. we
1: bought the black pudding from the uh, kid, right in That's honor. Right. In honor of the black the death, pudding. Uh, the death of a pudding. That's right. Uh, we are in the um, we're in the hold of Stone Fist. But we don't know that. Oh, we don't know. You're right. We don't know that. We have no idea. We don't know where we are. We, we have just know no we have no idea. Go s- idea. She goes south
0: because it's cold. Right. That's the only thing we know is we're cold and we're going south. Didn't we eat some reindeer or something like that? We ate penguins, too, those little... Penguins. Little, that's right. <laughs> we, sl- we ate the penguins.
1: Right. Okay. All right. So you're right. We don't actually know where we are. So
0: just to kind of set up, because you don't know this, um, uh, Brian, we were talking about this, and Brian was like, hey, I I created an encounter to uh, for this... Um, but you you may not want to use your characters for oh boy it. so he suggested <laughs> um you know using our uh some of our npcs to support this so basically the premise is and brian you can jump in uh if i don't say this right but i the thought is you know while uh sonam and mendy i don't know are doing something two of the other party members go off and uh get into a, 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 a ruckus a little bit. Oh, it bit. is Valentine's special. Right, it is Valentine's. Oh, well. So the boys are <laughs> sleeping, and the girls head off to do that. So, well, um, Hey, I'm a girl. Wait. Go ahead, Brian. I,
2: mean, oh, I was if... just saying. say, no, that's not, a, that's not uh, exactly right. I would like okay, to good. each of well, you to play your characters. Oh, okay. And each of you to control one of the non-player characters. Oh, okay, okay. great. Uh, uh, so that way um, the two magic users can gain a little a little experience. Now, it is true that I I like for all of my players to have backup characters, because this is 1E, and instead of stopping, let's say, a character dies, uh, instead of stopping play and rolling up a new character, you have your backup character ready to go, and I can think of some Dungeon Master way to bring that character in when the time's right. Um,
0: Okay, Okay, so we're we're all together as a group now. Yes. um, Uh, we, so there's, uh, Marissa, who's the fighter. Uh, there was Autumn, which I don't know if Brian got Autumn's stats because he sent me, I'm sorry, go ahead, Brian.
2: Yeah, I have Autumn stats, but I also sent you another, uh, NPC that created so that you could each have one because I've forgotten that the halfling had become a tasty morsel for the, for the creature.
0: Okay, great.
2: So I... I have them in the up. gallery. Okay, good. You, you okay? You got that stuff, right?
0: Yeah. So we have we now have with us. We have Autumn, which will be being controlled by Brian. Mm-hmm. We have uh, Marissa, and and unlike the filter of love, I think you should run Marissa because obviously Sonam is. Uh, Yes. Very enamored with that, yes. and, and I think that He can't be, be trusted. Right? Can't be trusted. Yes. We wouldn't. We wouldn't go anywhere.
1: I'll handle Lady Mar- Marissa. Marissa. Yeah,
0: and I will be su- uh, also uh, running or being supportive of Quan Po, the lawful good human monk who apparently was out here contemplating uh, through aesthetics, freezing, and now he's with us. So that's what we're here for. Uh,
2: yes. Um, I'm so James. Say your character's name again, so I can pronounce that right. Quan Po. No, 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 not him. am. You're a uh, magic oh. user. Oh, sonum, Sanim.
0: San S-O-N. S- Sonim. Uh-huh.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Sonim. Okay.
2: All right, make sure I get that right. Is
0: is apparently no. the the reason is it's it's it is Latin for sleep.
2: Oh, okay. Mm. All right, all right, that's right. Mm-hmm. All right, very good. So um <clears throat> You Hold on.
0: Can you hear me now, okay? Is everyone out there Hear me now? Am I good now, Bucky? Sorry. Thank you so much for that. I apologize. We should be better off now. Now you get to hear us eat pudding. So go ahead. I'm sorry, Brian. Go ahead.
2: Okay, so um, the party's in a tree. Uh, the tigers have just ran off, and it's cold. It's snowing. Again, you don't know where you are, you know, except that the uh, the winds are picking up and the snow is falling and it's getting deeper. You come down from the trees, your hands are tired from hanging on for so long, your bodies ache because you thought the tigers would never leave. And as you emerge from this small grove of trees, you hear a a rustling and you don't quite see uh, where it's coming from because the visibility from the snowfall is starting to affect your eyes. And um, stepping out of the shadows is a human male dressed in warm clothing, carrying a halberd. And he greets you, and he says his name is Kwan Po, and that he was here uh, searching the way, as all good monks should be doing, and he was tracking these tigers, and he was curious as to see what they were curious about. And now that they have left... He uh, greets the party and wishes to be of service. Uh, He suggests that uh, he can be of service as you can be of service to him as well. And he asks if um, he may join you on your trek.
1: Uh, Go ahead. um, Quan Po, where are we? we? We... We're not even sure where we are. We have been transported here. We are lost, we fear.
2: Uh, You and I are also lost. I am not sure where I am. I just know that through my meditations and my wanderings, I've ended up here. And there was some sort of change in the atmosphere. And something drew me to this place. And I saw the tiger's. And now that they're gone, I am still searching the way. So by
0: your so your way does not include helping us with the tigers. It's, it was to help us after you left. Okay,
1: that's fine. By, by any chance, were you meditating on a boat in the Woolly Bay? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, I was not. I was not okay. in the Woolly bay. All right. Um, I I think we should let them come along. What? what? Do you think? Oh. I said I think we should let him come along. I don't think we have much trek. of a choice, yes.
0: Mendy. We we. Uh, I mean, I, I am a little concerned because obviously he's in pretty good health, and and now is competition to uh, for me and Marissa. But mm-hmm. I also do remember that monks die horribly, typically. So I'm like, yes, he should come uh, with us. Marissa can hear you. That's true. <laughs> That's
1: my inner voice. Yes, Quan um, Po. We very much would like you to join us on our track. Yes, we are both
0: lost, so it is wise that we get together.
2: Uh, With a bow of respect, he graciously accepts and thanks you for the opportunity. At this, Autumn is looking at him rather strangely and with a curious eye, but she turns uh, her eye to the sky and says, the party, I'm nervous about these winds. I'm not comfortable with this weather. I am going to go pray uh, to Winta, and I'm going to see if I can discern a better, clearer way. Go ahead without me. I will catch up. Seek shelter, for I fear that this storm is going to worsen before it gets better. And with that, she turns and heads off in a northeasterly direction. And she bids you all farewell, not to worry, and that she will be with you soon enough. Head south and um, we will meet again very soon. And as you notice that the winds are picking up, the snow is falling and the temperature is dropping. So as the temperature drops, the snow is rising and you try to bundle up best you can, heavily laden with your packs, you begin to move southward. Uh, Visibility is getting worse. And so what is the marching order of this uh, wayward group?
0: Well, I think uh, clearly we would have Quan Po and Marissa in the front, and I will be directly behind Marissa. Sonoma will be directly behind
1: I'm in between. Uh, Marissa and Sonam, and I'm very and dis- in the back. Very disappointed, yes. In your meddling, uh,
2: yes. Okay, that. so we've got Quanpo and Marissa up front. Yes. Yep, and then Mendy, and, and then, then Mendy.
1: Sonam will be bringing up the rear, right? Okay, checking all, checking all the action out. <laughs> checking all right. out the rear. Okay, checking out the rear.
0: That's right.
2: <laughs> all right. Right. All right. So. Um, As the party moves southward, um, the sky is ominously dark, gray. Uh, The snow, as I said, is falling and flying. And after some time, um, you hear a crack of sorts, uh, maybe a a rumble. And um, let's see, who's controlling Quan Po? That That would be me. Okay, I need James to go ahead and roll a DEX check for him with a okay. a minus with a penalty of two.
0: Uh he does not make it, I don't think. Well let me confirm. That. Roll is a seventeen. Seventeen,
2: so I'm pretty sure it is oh, two. Yeah. Uh right. Yeah, I think his DEX he, is, is thirteen. Yes. Okay. All right. And so with that, I need Marissa um Dan roll a DEX with a minus of only one for her.
1: Oh, yes. Five,
2: Five. down to a four. I'm sure it's an easy rank. All right, so what happens here is that as you're walking along and the visibility is low, Quan Po steps into some sort of hole and goes down to about um, hip deep with one of his legs. And Marissa sees this and is able to stop and not run into him and fall further. Uh he is sort of stuck in this part of a hole, and as he climbs out, uh, he has to move away some of the snow and some of the, the dirt. And underneath this uh, fresh snow, you can see that there is a large stone slab. That part of it has been broken away, and this slab looks like it has some sort of faded, ancient, um, common, or archaic language on it. And you can't really read it because most of which it's covered, and um, a lot of the symbols have been faded out over time. But you do notice that uh, just under this stone slab is a set of roughly hewn, perhaps natural stone steps leading downward into the darkness. Quan Po, he rubs his hip, says, ah, you know, that hurt, uh, but I think... This is a sign we have found the shelter that we seek. And he turns to the party and says, what do you think? Shall we risk it?
1: Well, and I assume when we look around, all we see is snow and no other shelter in the uh, area.
2: Right? That's correct. Yeah, on this windswept plains of nothingness, uh, that small tree uh, grove of trees in which you left, was probably the only shelter for miles around.
1: Right. I I agree. I think we need to make use of this shelter. Uh, Yeah, so the inscriptions,
0: we have no idea what it says.
2: Uh, Right, because uh, a a large chunk of this stone slab has been broken away, and a large part or most of the stone slab has been covered over um, from the snow. And for some reason, uh, it's uncovered at this point. And... Putting it together, you think that large uh, crack and rumble that you heard moments ago was part of this stone slab breaking away. Hmm.
0: So we, we can't determine that this is the uh, tomb of do not go in or <laughs> and be killed horribly.
2: <laughs> no, that's uh, correct. There, there is uh, no indication of anything except that this stone slab looks as if it was placed here over these stairs.
1: Well, and look at this point—it seems to me the beginning of Empire Strikes Back with Hoth or whatever. We need, right? We need shelter. Right.
2: We're getting cold. I'm very uh, right. And there's I no tauntauns s- to open up. Right. right. We don't see any. Well, I, <laughs> we
1: can't open a tiger. Yeah. Quan,
0: uh, <laughs> I I tell Quan Po that, you know, in in very this is very interesting how uh, since the tigers have left that we are conveniently ended up in a place. and Now you're saying we're going here. I hope this is not a, your path is not a path to our destruction, for I have been charged to be the
2: leader of this group.
1: Perhaps Quan Po can check it out. Right. Perhaps you could.
2: Uh, Yes, to to prove myself worthy and my bravery, um, I will do so. And so he uh, descends down a few of the stairs, and at this point, um, he does... His head back up and look at you and say, It's quite dark. I will need some oil. Could someone um, pass some oil? And I have a torch so that I can light it. Hmm. And, uh, he, I do and he does not have oil. And he's getting out his uh, flint and tinderbox. But as you know, monks can't use oil.
0: Oh, yes. I did not know that. I forgot. Oh, they can't use oil
1: like you know, throwing it at people. That would be very bad. But so he's at, so. What you are saying is we have a monk asking us for oil? Yeah. Yes. Well, a quote monk. That's right. Quote yeah, asking we, us.
0: Well, um, I got to pull up my character sheet. Hold on to you. I do not here? have oil.
1: Really? I thought you brought. The, you told me you were bringing the oil. Yes. I, I, I think I did, but I can't, I, have, I don't want to say it without absolutely having. it. I have tinderbox with flint and steel. Well, I can light I've, something.
0: Well, I'm 99 percent positive I have it, but I have, I have to, candles. I, I do I do not want to assume that I have it and don't have it because that would be horrible. We don't play that game. Here it is. I have three flasks of oil, so I'll and a lantern. So I, I said I will do one better. I will uh, light my lantern. You know we will cuddle around uh, and light the lantern and hand it to him to descend into the
2: depths. Okay. Alright, so he uh, he's, he's pleased to have the lantern over a torch, and uh, you do get it lit after a few moments. Uh, the wind is blowing, but with you huddled around the hole, it's able to uh, f- uh, flare right up. He takes the lantern. He descends down into the, uh, to the steps. Uh, he goes about 12 feet down, and few moments later, you can see the light coming back up the stairs. He says it's a very large cavern, uh, empty, except for it looks as if this is a tomb of sorts. I did notice uh, with my brief in- investigation uh, several carved out tombs along the walls with skeletons in them. I did notice a large pile of uh, broken rubble as a part of the wall has caved in on the southeastern part. And off to the very northern part of the wall, there seems to be a set of stairs descending. flanked on either side, what appears to be very well carved uh, pillars. Other than that, it looks empty. So, it
0: looks great. Let's
1: go down. Yeah, what's not to like?
2: Okay. So, uh, if you pull up in the gallery, I put a map, and you guys, uh, if you can pull that up, you can see um, that you are coming in from the southwestern part of this cavern, and it's vast, uh, fairly vast. Each square represents about two feet, so we're looking at about seventy-two feet across and about forty-five feet from north to south. Yep. It's it's um, oddly it's not quite it's kind of an oval-shaped cavern, and in in the northern walls, especially the northern walls, there are these hollowed-out um, tombs of sorts with of uh, bodies laid within them looked as if they've been here and, uh, for ages and they have been lost to time. It looks as if this um, place has not been disturbed for many, many years. Hmm. All right, so what would the party like to do at this point?
1: Well, you know, the, the safe thing would be to simply spend our time here, and wait out this snowstorm. Right. Or we could be a... Adventurous.
0: Well, the safe thing would be to find Autumn the cleric because if there are undead, that would be useful. That's true. But she's. You'd have to go dead. back out. Yeah, but she's probably dead already too because people who leave us, they don't come back. Remember when <laughs> Prairie left, that was the mm-hmm. end of her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, we need to investigate this room uh, so that uh, we know that we're safe. So uh, Quan Po will... Lead us down. Marissa will. I don't. Does she have a uh, weapon besides the uh, spear? She has a spear, and yes, she has a spear. Oh, she has a short bow. So um, she will get her sp- short bow ready uh, and cover Quan uh, Po as he looks searches the room. While us two will stand at the top of the stairs.
2: Okay, so you're actually. Underneath the slab, so you um, – both Quan and Marissa descend all the way down to the floor. Again, it's about 12 feet. And I imagine the other two, the magic users, the twins, step down at least to get themselves out from the windswept planes. That's right. All right. Um, Where would you like for them to go? Uh, Again, there are many alcoves of – the dead, especially on the northern wall, around these finely carved, um, squared-off pillars. These look to be immaculately made and no seams. Um, And there's a pile of rubble off to the southeast part as if um, part of the wall has uh, collapsed or crumbled.
0: Do you have a torch as well?
1: Or you? I have candles. That's wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) can torches set off a lot of smoke? They're not really very good on the ground, yes, they, actually. They're, they're they're not. It's too it's overkill. So uh, candles but, were the common. That's right. They were swords swords They were the, the, the common ages. light source. <laughs> for, for the trying to honest, be authentic here, right? The honest traveler. We need realism in this game, right? Well,
0: this case, do we see any brazers or anything else that can be illuminated in this entry? This room.
2: Uh, you do not. No, nothing. Um... Nothing stands out except for really all that I've described—the alcoves, the pillars—and then a pile of rubble of rock off to the uh, to the right of you.
0: Well, I think let's. Uh, I think we should.
2: I we sh- sh- go
0: ahead. Well, I. Well,
1: we didn't say what spells we we're memorizing. Well, I still I had, had a sleep. L- Oh, I think I. Saw, oh, then I must still have. Oh, that's right. I still spider climb because I have a light spell, but right. I don't it's, have it you memorized. You didn't, you didn't memorize it, so, so basically, the, I guess is the problem here: is they're going to be taking the lantern down there, and so we're going to be standing in the dark up here. Right. Well. Well,
0: can then, we, the issue is we could. He has a torch, and I uh, say, Juanpo, oh, uh, right. give give me the torch, and I'll use that up here, so you can find us, and uh, you can take the lantern around, or vice versa. Why don't you do this? I'll yes, keep the lantern, and you I like take the that torch. Better. Yeah, so you can set something on fire. So we'll, we, okay. we turn on the torch. He takes that down. Um, Marissa will stand with her short bow, and he'll start over in the rocks area to the southeast, and then okay. start coming back to us going uh, counterclockwise, basically.
2: Okay. So he makes his way over to the eastern part, and um, he's looking around, but... There's not really much to investigate or see. As he makes his way over to the rubble, he pauses and looks a little bit more thoroughly because it is quite a disturbance. And he uh, looks back over his shoulder and says, there's something of interest here. It looks as if there's a human skeleton of sorts under the rubble.
0: Okay. So uh, why, don't you, why don't you go down and help him, dear sister?
1: Okay. He's, well, we're in the cavern, right? Oh, yeah. So we're, we're at the entrance, at and he's the, in the cavern. He's over here. He's over by the Oh, there's lots. the wrong watch, didn't see him. Oh, of sorry. The yeah, thank you. Okay.
0: Why me? Well, because you have spider climb. You can climb up and just escape. All right, I'll buy that. Yeah. Plus, <laughs> plus, plus Marissa and I have darts and, and bows, so we can cover you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Yeah, all right. I will of proceed. course. After, as soon as you leave, I start talking to Marissa. and go, Oh,
1: that's what this is all about. Oh uh, yeah, uh, happy Valentine's Day. That's oh, right. God,
0: this is horrific. <laughs> Our lives are in danger. Filter fortunately, love time. fortunately, we're 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 here together.
1: Oh, God, all right. <laughs> so i I will head over to Quan Po at the rubble and say, "Yes, Quan Po, what have you just dis- you discovered? A skeleton,
2: apparently." And he he points with some part of uh, a bit of grimace on his face. He says, look here, this poor fellow looks as if these rocks collapsed and smashed him. But uh, you look a little more closely and there seems to be a uh, this skeleton. Um, most things, the clothing has mostly been uh, rotted away. It's been here for quite a while. There is part of a pouch that has not completely disintegrated, and there seems to be a scabbard of a uh, dagger around what would have been the belt of this skeleton or of this person.
1: Can we, can, can Brian, can we tell where the collapsed rocks came from? Did they come from above? Did they come from in front of them? I just, I'm trying to discern whether or not I can see that there's any sort of trap.
2: Oh, right. Uh, it looks as if it came mostly from the wall and part of the ceiling collapsed. Okay. Uh, and so, uh, upon your investigation, it doesn't look as if this is a trap of sorts. Perhaps okay. this is just a natural uh, wrong place rock at the, fall.
1: Wrong place at the wrong time?
2: <laughs> yes, yes. That's what okay. it looks like. Okay. Um, well, uh, just... But what looks as... Uh, What looks that did survive is this small pouch, and it looks like there might be something in it and this scabbard that has a dagger in it.
1: Okay, I have, boy, do I have any? Oh, I have a staff. Okay, so I'm going to poke at the scabbard and the pouch just to see if anything happens.
2: So as you do that, uh, you poke at the scabbard first, and the dagger slips from it just slightly, and there's a very faint bluish glow come from it. I grab it. All right, and then I roll for I roll uh so uh, as you poke at the uh, pouch, you can see uh from the the glimmer of the torchlight, there seems to be small gems
1: okay um all right i'm I'm going to grab both of those items unless Quan Poe's making a move for him
2: uh he is not. Interested in worldly possessions.
1: Got it. It's my kind of, you know, there's benefits to traveling with a monk, isn't right. there? Exactly. All right. I will. So
0: I'm yelling at you because you guys are messing around because I hear what's going on over there.
2: Just a minute. Uh, as uh, Sonam is trying to mess around with Marissa, he stops for a moment and says, What do you've got? And so what you have, Mindy, is a disintegrating pouch that has uh, 75 uh ten gold piece gem uh gemstones in them. Ooh.
1: Seventy five
2: N G P gems.
1: Oh gotcha. Thank you.
2: And uh even though you haven't adventured long, you have seen magical weapons in some of your studies and this is a dagger plus one. Oh very nice. Thank you. So All we, right. we immediately attack now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not proficient. I can use it. Can I use it? I can, can I use a yeah, dagger? Only a minus yeah. Oh yeah I can use a dagger. So minus fine. five. Yeah
0: Right? One always hit? I mean, 20 always hits? It's something like that, yeah. Okay, okay so thank you. You don't see he, They don't see anything else there. It doesn't look like it's going to collapse any further.
2: Oh, uh, that's correct. Well, it, it does look a little weakened, but it, it looks as if it is not going to collapse any. Quan um, uh, Poe spends a few more minutes looking around, nothing else of interest, and begins making his way to the north and counterclockwise back over towards the pillars and he uh, looks over his shoulder and asks, Mindy, are you coming with me? What
1: does uh, Mindy do? Um, I will watch. at So he's got the lantern, right? Yeah. yeah. The yeah. torch. I'm sorry. the tor- oh, That's right. You kept the lantern. The torch. Um, I say yes, but I'm going to proceed at a distance. So I'm going to be about 20 feet behind him as he goes over there, unless he says something different.
2: Okay. He makes his way around. Uh, Again, not much to see. Um, As he gets closer to the northern wall, he pauses a bit, and um, there seems to be some writing, faded writing, kind of carved into the stone that can't really be made out. It looks as if this might be names of families in these uh, dugout alcoves holding the bodies of these long dead. He doesn't spend much time there. There's a few little grave goods, uh, maybe some broken pottery jars, uh, uh, maybe, you know, some bits of things that have been disintegrated and lost over time, uh, but nothing of value. Okay. He makes his way over to the first pillar, which is on the Northeastern part. Yep. And he looks at it and examines it and touches it. And it seems to be very well made, um, kind of stands out and he moves a little bit closer towards the stairs and the stairs and the passageway is very much uh, the same design and make as the pillars almost perfectly seamless in their make very smooth walls of a dark gray stone at the uh, base of these stairs. He can see down and Mandy, as you eventually get there. Um, about 10 feet down is a set of large double doors, wooden doors with iron bands going across. Right. Is, Brian,
1: can ask you, what's the temperature? Is it cold down here? So
2: it, with, with... It's cool. It's probably in the mid 50s. Okay. So it's cool, but it's a lot better than out in this windswept plain.
1: So sure. it's not like we necessarily need to go down into this other room for purposes of staying warm. We, we, we could, I'm not saying we're going to do that, but we could stay here and we'd be fine in terms of shelter.
2: Uh, yes, right. Okay. Um, okay. okay. Um,
1: well, all right, I, so I, I say to uh, Poe, uh, well let's, let's continue surveying the rest of this cavern before deciding what we're going to do. So I'd like to just keep doing, you know, around the circle, back to exactly. us. Yep. Yep.
2: Okay. Uh, so uh, he, he continues his search, again, looking at the other pillar on the west, uh, touching it, and it's exact same as the one on the east. Uh, looks around, he, uh, the alcoves closest to the pillars on the northern wall seem to be more of a prominent family, uh, more grave goods, that type of stuff, but nothing of value. Uh, he walks around back to uh, the east, down to the south, and back to the entrance where the other two are. And there was really nothing of interest other than just some odds and ends of the grave goods in these alcoves. Mm. Okay, and I... and, and I oh, go ahead. Uh, I was just... Uh, he just reports back to the other two. It seems safe. However, um, it's in my adventures and my life experiences, it has always been wise to put your back to the door and know what is in front of you. And here we're at the door and I know not what is in front of us. And he points over to the where the stairs are descending down to the double doors. Mm-hmm. So basically, he seems a little curious and anxious about that.
0: Yes, your path continues to push us do- deeper and
1: deeper into potential peril. I, again, and it's
2: just
0: wise.
1: And, and, and I would like to show everyone else, keeping in mind I am lawful good, what I found. So I disclose the dagger and the gems that I found and say, you know, we we can discuss when the time is right how to uh, divide this material. And I I say it appears to me that it was somebody who perhaps was here who should not have been. Uh, I would, of course, never uh, pilfer uh, a grave, uh, but it appears to me that this was somebody who was here who should not have been. Why would you not pilfer the grave, Mendy? Steal from the dead? What is the dead doing with it? The dead are using it in their afterlife, no. of course. They could be attacked by a gorgon or something. They do not need do, it. The dead do not care. Neither does Bokob. Well, we will have to agree to disagree on that. Um, okay, um, um, I would tell you, Poe, so we need to discuss this. I understand from a strategic point of view the importance of knowing what is in front of you. I also do not wish to anger uh, the gods. Uh, it appears to me that we are in a place, a holy place, a place. Where people are buried and have gone to the afterlife, and perhaps we should not disturb them. Maybe you can pray to your deity about what way to travel. That's an excellent idea. I uh, say mockingly. I I took you seriously. Right. I I said I uh, before I intrude upon the dead and their rest. I wish to seek counsel and guidance from Farligan and my deity. Yeah. Can I? Can I? Do a little bit of prayers, and and I seek guidance from my deity as to whether or not I should go down there because I'm very concerned about disturbing uh, what I think is a uh, a resting a tomb, a resting place for the dead.
2: Oh yeah, uh, yes, um, yeah. There, uh, you could pray. Uh, perhaps uh, you will receive a divine answer. Um. If you're asking Quan Po, he is—he's unconcerned uh, with your prayers. He—he he respects your faith, but is not going to hinder and has no knowledge of how to help with such uh, ritual. So he stands back and, as uh, eyeing the stairs, just in case something is coming from that way. And you do notice that snow is starting to drift in from the hole of the. Rock slab, so it's getting a little bit worse outside, and you can hear the wind whistling through uh, the crack of the stone. And this top of the stairs are starting to pile up with snow.
1: Well, I leave it to others uh, if, if others wish to descend the stairs and see what is in front of us. That is your choice to make.
0: Well, what we should do is I agree, we should if. At some point, we need to figure out what's going on here. We collect some of the snow. Is there any kind of decanters or bowls that we can uh, uh, use inside the tomb area? What I want to do is collect some snow for water. I also want to set up a fire near the stairs so that – well, we don't want the snow to blow on it, but we want uh, uh, some kind of fire. So we look for things that uh, can be burned – um, that's readily available, and I would say that Quan Po uh using his uh skills as a a thief having skills of thief during his holy training uh say he should detect for look for traps on the stairs and on the doors while we while the rest of us work on these other items
2: okay, so yes, there are um like I said, some pottery jars uh sorts. That would hold water, the ones of which aren't broken, but you can't tell what was in them or what may have grown inside of them afterwards, bacteria, fungus, or anything like that. But those vessels are there, yes. Uh, As for burning materials, uh, well, there's bones, uh, scraps of, um, a few scraps of clothing that haven't quite disintegrated. Uh, other than that, there's not a whole lot of consumable fuel for a fire.
0: Okay. Well, we try. I try our best to put things together.
2: Kwan uh, uh, Po, um, he's not pleased with the idea of disturbing the the dead. Uh, with his, uh, he believes it's a disrespect to the dead. However, uh, he's more concerned with the task at hand. And the fear of something from some the unknown. So he does as you ask. He goes over to the stairs and he begins investigating for traps.
0: Yeah, I'm really hoping he gets killed because then we use it to burn him for fear. <laughs> oh, that's true. Right. Yeah, All right. right. That would be, but mm-hmm. we don't want him killed yet. Okay. Well, if he, uh, Marissa will guard his uh, check, well, as he checks for traps, I'm going to collect. Anything that's burnable um and these skeletons they are they still intact as far as I can tell for the most part Have they been ravaged by animals past uh,
2: no they're pretty much intact,
0: okay well, at some point, I'm not a big fan of that. I've always concerned about the dead rising again, so but uh, for now, I try to collect some things if it's if it's not going to work out, Brian, then I'm not going to waste a whole lot of time uh doing that but we we we're more concerned to see if the you know, he's gonna use I have a ten foot pole, he's gonna check the stairs, see if they uh and then he's gonna check the doors for traps and if it's locked.
2: Okay. Um so as he's doing that, okay. Uh you're you are gathering enough material to get a small fire going and uh and if you would use the oil to ignite it, yeah. It would uh burn for probably an hour if you use both flasks, maybe two hours or more. Um he checks the stairs. He's unsuccessful. Uh, um, he's yeah, uh, unable to determine if there are any traps on the stairs. He makes it down to the large doors, and as he's investigating, as he touches it, it they swing open inwardly with ease. A small creak, yeah. and from inside, you can see that there's a flicker of light. Um, not very bright from where you are, but it looks as if it is probably, um, um, like a small fire, uh, of sorts, larger oh. than a torch, but maybe about the size of a small fire, which you're building.
0: Okay. Well, I don't light it yet. Uh, oh, okay. he tells us this, he, well, I build the fire, but I haven't set it on fire okay. yet. And, um... He tells us he sees this, and we go now back into marching order, All right, and we investigate the flame,
2: if it is a flame. Okay, so uh, the four of you are at the base of the stairs. The large doors yep. have opened, and inside you see a large, probably 30 by 30 room. In the center of this room is a large stone brazier with a, with a fire in it. Ah. At the very back or the northern part of the wall is a large dais and a stone chair. It looks as if it's a throne of type with a skeleton sitting on top of this chair with a, um, a helmet wearing chain armor. And there seems to be a sword at his side. And there are also four pillars uh, in the center of the room. If you look at your map, you can see those pillars. And um, now there's a name um, above the throne. It says, Most High and Honored Kornok, Golden Ray. uh, Sitting, uh, that's written above this throne of this armored skeleton. Uh, There's a burning brazier again. Uh, It's a low burning. And the four light gray, kind of stone or bone looking pillars. Um, are actually in relief. They are depicting surreal scenes of tortured agony, with each uh, each with a number of skeletons locked in mortal combat with a variety of grotesque, monstrous creatures. It's very strange-looking, these these pillars. They're not smooth and finely crafted. These look like they're actual um, creatures and skeletons locked in combat. Hmm. And uh, that's what you can see from your vantage. You can't – well, um, well, actually, you wouldn't have been able to read, you know, Kornok, Golden Ray uh, from the distance. That's about 30 feet away. But I'll, I went ahead and say it. maybe it's in large, large, large relief. You can see this.
0: That's right. It's in 20-point <laughs> font. We're,
1: yeah.
2: We're, le- we're leaving the doors open behind us, right. clearly. These doors need to be left open. Okay.
0: Okay. Well, in fact, is and you said they open inward into the room, correct? That's
2: correct. So, uh, yeah, yeah w- with the lightest of touch, they opened inwardly.
0: And do we notice any uh, disturbance in the footprints or tracks or anything that's that the ground has been disturbed any recently?
2: No, that's a good question. Uh, it looks as if this place has been undisturbed. Everything is covered in a fine dust. There's no... Uh, footprints of any sort. The only thing that looks out of place besides the strange pillars is that uh, the helmet, the sword, and the armor look as if time has not touched it.
0: Yeah. The helmet, the armor, and the
2: sword. That's correct. Is the sword in a scabbard? Yeah, no, uh, it's actually not in a scabbard. And it does... I was just going to ask you if it was glowing. Oh, right, yes. Uh, I was about to say there's another faint glow similar to that dagger coming from the sword.
1: Mm. This is what we've come for. What's your alignment? Uh, Neutral. Ah, you got it easy, buddy.
0: True neutral? Yes. You can do whatever you want. I I can't can't. do anything. Everything's in balance,
1: especially when it comes to women. (laughs) That's why I'm really balanced. Because I'm lawful gay. So, all right, well, what's everyone's thoughts here? We came here for... To be uh, for shelter. Right. Not to pilfer.
0: Well, we've also lost Autumn, which would have been nice to know. Maybe she knows of a Kornak, uh some great king from back time. Or he could be a, someone just lost the time and we should separate his items so that others may live a glorious life.
1: Mm. You don't think so, sister? Um all right i'm I'm, I'm gonna because I, so so I, I don't know if I heard anything from my deity or not because I'd like to pray I'd like to you know, and I understand you know, odds are I'm not going to get any response. He's a busy guy, I'm sure, but I, I I'd like to pray to my deity to seek any sort of guidance in this situation, if this is a who this karnak is, 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 is it wrong for me to be here? um really anything so can i can i can i give that a whirl uh
2: you you may um and um you have any type of augury or divination no.
1: i've got nothing i <laughs> i i have let, let, let me let me be spider actually climb. honest with you <laughs> i have spider climb yeah and okay. and i am i worship this deity i'm level one this is my first adventure I got n- I'm nothing special. I got nothing special. I'm nothing special.
2: All right. Well, with that, you... I uh, do pray a lot.
1: Yes, you do. I right? am
2: devout. Um, and there's a lot to be said about uh, being devout. However, <laughs> you, you get nothing. Uh, I understand. get no feeling one way or the other. Uh, okay. You um, are, are new to adventuring, and you're not sure the proper course to follow. However, yeah. your deity does not give you any direction. You don't get that tingly feeling of, hey, let's go here or let's go there.
1: All right. I understand. I wasn't expecting. Um, all right. What do you say, brother? So, well, what what are the options on the table? I mean, we could either leave here, shut the doors, go upstairs. Right. I don't think anyone's probably – the odds that someone's going to wander in here is probably fairly small. I mean, it's a tiger could – Probably pretty small. Right. We could stay in here and shut these doors, which would give added protection from what's outside, but we might be jeopardizing what's inside. Uh, It could be dangerous. We could grab the sword. I got a bad feeling about this. I mean, right? I mean, it's... We could... That guy collapsed. Something, you know, don't you find it odd that rocks just drop on that guy? I mean, that seems a little odd. He may have
0: been the guy who's... At the end, because uh, he's been dead for a while too. I think if we're going to not disturb the Cornax remains, then we should. Because uh, did the doors have handles that they pushed in, or they just pushed in? There was there handles on the door.
2: Uh, no, there are not.
0: Okay. So um, I think we need to look around here. and Not disturb. Don't step on the dais at this point. Kind of see if we can find a uh, – so I tell Quan Po to, you know, use their pole and try to go around the room. Do not step on the dais, the raised area, and let's investigate these columns.
2: Okay. Investigate the fire. So, so
0: he'll he's going to go to the first pole to the left, column to the left. Okay. If he makes it there, he's going to go to the one to the right. If he makes it there, uh, then uh, we're going to go to the, each column, and he's going to go to the brazier, and we're going to kind of do that.
1: And and let's look up. It could be a big, white, right. furry giant spider. Right. We, we, we
0: we're looking <laughs> up doing this.
2: Okay, uh, you do notice that the, this um, room is uh, made just like the passageway and those stone pillars at the top of the stairs, so there's, it's seamless. It's very fine craftsmanship. You, you can tell that. So let me get this straight. So Quan Po steps in and he goes to the pillar to the left. Looks,
0: Yep, looks at the pillar, sees okay. if he's – uh, checks out the relief. Um, first, You know, he uses the 10-foot pole before he steps into the room. Then he walks over to the p- pillar. If he makes it there, he goes to the pillar to the right. And then the party will then go to the uh, – myself and Marissa will go to the one pole to the left. Uh, Mendy – and Quan Po will be the one to the right, and then Quan Po will then go to the brazier.
2: Okay. All right, so he steps in. He has the pole uh, in one hand, the torch in the other, and he's poking around on the floor. He's looking around, being cautious. He gets to the pillar. He pokes at it. Um, It's odd-looking, yes, because uh, it's this surreal-looking scene, but nothing other than that. He steps over to the one to the right, and he walks around it, you know, using the pole, and and he steps back around and says, "I don't really see anything, you know, other than this strange depiction."
0: Okay. Well, then we move into the pillars, and then he moves
2: to the brazier, see if he sees anything there. Okay, so. After the last party member enters the room, several things happen. The doors slam shut and you hear like these rods uh, kind of like clicking and uh, kind of moving. Uh, The brazier flares and there's a moment of blinding light. And then there's total darkness. A moment later, several colored lights fill the room. And they swirl and oscillate. There's red, yellow, blue, and green, and a large gaseous cloud envelops the party. So, from the doorway to the pillars, a gaseous cloud just envelops all of you.
0: Now, did our torches go out, or did they? Uh... Uh, they
2: did not. They did not blow out okay. the torches. And um, the uh, oh, uh, I'm sorry. The the brazier. Yes, the, all the flames went out. Uh, oh, okay. and then these oscillating uh, even the lantern went out and the candles uh, oh, the candle. so after this the, this cloud envelops the party and after the cloud dissipates you're all coughing and rubbing your eyes it kind of stings uh, the sitting skeleton stands and extends his bony arm and spreads his skeletal fingers and he says in a shrill eerie hollow like voice terror and panic take you and at this point one skeleton from each of the pillars step out and start moving towards the party each of you now need to save versus poison because this cloud is a cloud of fear and hallucination everybody's like a party save save versus poison Sounds great. Go ahead. All right. Your
1: grab your pink 20. What's nice. that? I'm just telling James to grab a pink 20. I got, I got oh, a I got pink it. 20. A nine. Oh, that doesn't sound good.
0: Okay. This is Quan Po first. Quan No, oh, that
2: was me, Mendy.
1: Well, no, Quan Po got a
2: 13. I'm sorry. Oh, Quan Po. So he saves versus Poison. Oh, good. Mendy, good for- oh, oh. Mendy got an. Uh, you have his saving throws there, right? Oh. I think so. Yep. Okay.
1: Oh, um, Men- Men- Mendy failed. Okay. Yeah, I, I do have his save. Yeah, oh, right. and uh, who is the, uh, the one you like? Marissa. Marissa. Marissa failed. She rolled a three. Yeah, that's not good. That's bad. So, Quan Po saved, and now my save. Aw, oh, come on. 15. Boo. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm rooting for you. Yay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's right. You're... We're on the same team. So, uh, <laughs> Quan Po and uh, Sonam yep. succeed. The men. Okay. I just want to point out. So oh, That's true. So the females, they fail. I need for each of you – well, Dan, you're uh controlling them. I need you to roll a die for each of them. Even is one thing. Odd isn't another. Just tell Got me you if you're odd. Got it. For each one.
1: Okay, so Mendy has
2: an even –
1: Okay. And uh, Marissa has an even. We both have evens.
2: Okay, both of them flee in panic to the furthest point of, that they can. So they're running up to the northeast corner, excuse me, the northwest corner of the dais. So they start running and fleeing in panic, and you are basically hallucinating. You don't know what just happened. Uh, you saw that skeleton stand up, and by the way, that skeleton set back down. But the, other four, the uh, other four skeletons, one from each pillar, stepped out of the pillar and are moving towards the party. So as the two of you are fleeing, uh, and you're going to be affected for a certain number of time, I'm going to go ahead and roll for that. Um, I was gonna flee anyway. Okay, so this so, works, this works uh,
0: perfectly. Now you are just fleeing in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> this, no no, no one puts no, no one puts Mendy in the corner. I wasn't <laughs> gonna
1: try to go out the doors. No that's right. No one puts Mendy in a corner.
2: Yeah. yeah. What the So uh so you flee to the first furthest corner and uh the two skeletons on the west start to pursue each of you. The other two skeletons on the east start coming towards uh Po and Sonom. We roll for okay. initiative. Oh, we want it.
1: You want it. Who's rolling? You want it? Well, I think you should roll. Okay. The o-
0: only only oh, reason sorry. being is
2: uh... Sex. Yes. All right. The skeletons get a three. So the party goes first. I'm I'm sorry. I I miss. Uh, I should have said. I should have asked what the party's doing first. So we know what the ladies are doing. They're fleeing. Uh, and they're hallucinating. Oh. So, oh, so
1: okay.
2: What's Quan right. Po? Uh, what were you doing? What was Quan uh, po doing? He has the torch, well, right, but it went out. He has a halberd, but he's not proficient right. in it. And he has well, he has darts.
0: Well, he's going to uh, no, he's going to he's second level. Yeah, he's going to attack with his he's he's fighting. He's going to use his open hand. Okay, Hong Kong Fui fu, right. kung
2: Fui. All right, that's right. Very good. And what uh, is uh, Sonam going to do?
0: Uh, Sonam's going to die horribly. Uh, let's see. He has darts, so he's going to stand, uh, try to stand behind um, Kwan Po and throw darts at the skeleton that's, because there's two of them going after the ladies, Yeah. there's two coming after us.
2: That's correct. So
0: I, uh, Sodom's going to throw three darts at the uh, skeleton that's farthest away from us that's coming towards me, and Quan and Po is going to attack the other one.
2: Okay, sounds good, so go ahead and roll uh, Quan Po Here's uh, Quan Po's attack fifteen yes he needs a uh, I'm sure that's a hit take that yes he needs a thirteen so that's a d four wow. on damage that's right one point look at that <laughs> one point so uh, that skeleton takes a, a smash to the to the jaw and to the rib uh with your martial arts skill. Part of the rib breaks off but he's still engaged and by the way each of these skeletons have short swords with them
0: oh well that that would probably be the end of us so that's awesome
2: okay cool all uh, right saw uh you go ahead and you can roll your uh your attack
0: throw my, throw my darts at him uh
2: let's see you so need a I 14 have 14 to hit
0: okay i have, I have a 17 decks so that oh. should be plus two okay for my for missile attack here's my first dart What did I need? 14?
2: Yes. I hit. Okay. Go ahead and roll damage.
0: Okay, here's my second dart. uh, First dart, I did a whopping one point.
2: One point. Okay, against that one.
0: All right. And then Uh, here's my second dart, if you want. I missed. And I think I throw three darts. My third dart uh, misses.
2: Okay. So uh, one dart smashes into the skeleton, and because it's a blunt, uh, not a pointed weapon you see part of the bone break off uh from the skeleton but it keeps coming and the other two skeletons are going to go after the women and they're moving rather slowly but um let's see what is the armor class of marissa i believe it's a four yes you know yeah You got it. okay uh well uh well, how about this? Dad, describe to me what you all are doing. You fling for the corner, you see these things happening, and, but you can't quite tell if they're real or not. So what is it that you think Marissa and Mindy would be doing?
1: Well, I think what Mindy would do, if she can do it, would probably do a spider climb. Because if she's confused, if she doesn't know, she can't even tell what's really happening. Okay, I would think she would try to continue to flee. So she would probably do I assume a spider climb. I think that uh Marissa would I assume would 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 fight if she felt that
2: something was coming at her. Okay. All right. Uh all right, so she is playing and Marissa uh I will give her uh opportunity to attack. And
1: okay. uh yeah. And I don't know how you're going to – you know, I, you said if, if Mendy's hallucinating, you know, you've got verbal, somatic material. I don't even know. You know, I'll leave it to you whether – she might try to cast a spell, whether that would work or not, uh, obviously. And, I'll leave it to you.
2: And plus, she still needs to take her shoes off if she's going to use spotter climb.
1: Oh. I should read my spells before I ask. So, so, so that's a lot of stuff that would have to happen. Yeah. So um, – but I guess I said I'd try it, so I'm trying it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So here's the. Well, I, I I declared it, so I figured if I declared it, you know, and I'm hallucinating, it's kind of like being drunk, you know. It, you do stuff that maybe you don't aren't gonna isn't gonna work out very well. Oh no, it's a three. It's a three for Marissa.
2: Okay. So she uh, pulls out her. Oh no, she has her spear in her hand. She pulls uh, it and uh, jabs wildly and misses the skele- skeleton. Uh, Right. Quite horrifically. But the skeleton right, right. keeps advancing. And uh, Oh, yeah, this is terrible, too, because Mendy,
1: to get rid of, hey, I like to learn. <laughs> I'm right. learning. That's right. You're learning. <laughs> I never play Magic Easers. So, um, yeah, I have low, hard boots. So it's not like I have slippers on. Yeah. No. I, I would have to, I, I have to bend over and start
2: taking off those boots. Well, however, your movement is faster than the skeletons because you're wearing mm-hmm. just clothing. And, oh, yeah, and so you make it over to the corner, and as a result, the skeletons uh one of them is going to try to get a swipe at you as you run by okay uh but it looks as if uh it's more interested in Marissa who stopped to fight, okay so I'll uh, we'll go ahead and roll for attack the skeletons uh, marissa has well what's AC your a c four, AC four. Yeah. so the skeletons need a fifteen to hit uh thirteen. She even in her hallucinating state, she's able to parry that uh, sword block, uh, that sword away. And Mandy's armor class, um, ten. That's ten.
1: the that's the best, isn't it? Yes, ten's yeah, the best. best. It's a perfect
2: ten. Oh, needs a nine, and the skeleton swipes and gets an eight. So oh, just okay. misses, and you're able to run over to the corner, and you are frantically uh hallucinating seeing these wild things in your mind trying to take these boots off yeah all right Um uh, po is getting attacked uh from one of the skeletons uh it rolls a two and that's a miss and the other skeleton is going to attack Quan po as well because um sodom stood back and threw darts at range And rolls an eight. And his armor class is also a nine, I believe. So all of the skeletons miss. So we're now declaring actions. Uh, Quan Po, what's he doing?
0: Uh, He's going to continue to uh, attack the one uh,
2: uh, guy. Okay, there's two on him right now. Okay,
0: He's going to attack the one he has struck before.
2: And then we have Marissa. What is she doing? Continuing to fight with her spear? Yes. Okay. And uh, then we have Mindy third. What is she doing? Still trying to take her boots off, I imagine. Yeah, yeah if I'm still stunk.
1: hallucinating, I think that's what she would probably try to continue to do, the spider climb.
2: Okay. And uh, the other wizard, him. Well, I would like to cast sleep
0: on our players just to end their miserable lives at That'd this point. That would be nice, die painlessly. Right. That's <laughs> I, probably what I would do, but I'm not going to do that. I'm instead going to... Well, uh, the problem is... They're all engaged in melee, right. so um, the uh, I'm gonna. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna try to uh, get behind one of the skeletons, and at least get a rear attack with my fist or some, you know, with a blunt instrument, because I'm not proficient in anything. So uh, okay, and then at at some point I'm gonna pee on
2: the.
1: This king. is this is what it's come to. That's right.
2: right. <laughs> uh, at this point. Uh... The the oscillating lights have died away, and the brazier has come back to a low-burning fire. So uh, we roll for initiative. Uh, Skeletons get a three again. Three. Three. Simultaneous. Okay, so I'm going to give it to the party. These are, um, say the skeletons are, they're dead. They don't move as well as living creatures. So it's Quan Po's attack. Go ahead and roll for attack.
0: Okay, Quan po. Wait, who's Quan po? You're Quan po. I'm Quan Po. Oh, right. uh, it's cockeyed. Ah, uh, still the same. I missed. Four. Uh, Quan Po missed.
2: Okay, so he misses the skeletons. They're a little more uh, agile than what he was anticipating. <laughs> and he's <laughs> nervous that there's two skeletons on him. All right, go ahead. Marissa attacking with her spear. Watch
1: this. An
2: eight. It is? Eight. Spear plus one, I believe, right?
0: Right, yep.
2: Okay. So, so what are skeletons? Uh, yes. I think so, she missed. Yes. Oh, she missed. So oh, okay. she's a first level fighter. Yeah, and is that right? Yep. Needs a 13 to hit. Mm, okay. All right. So, uh, it's now Mindy. She's over there working the boots and trying to get them off. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm trying to get around the
0: back of them and I'm going to, uh, um, uh, try to strike them, you know, when after they go because, obviously, I, I was moving around them, so I, I okay.
2: couldn't, I couldn't so, attack. Okay, uh, so you have a lantern in your hand. Yeah. Uh, or you can um, use that as a pummeling weapon, I, I guess? or uh, Sure. Either right. that or I was going to, you know, yeah, I would probably attack with
0: that. Sure, okay. why not? Because maybe they'll get set on fire.
2: Mm-hmm. So you, you are able to move around and get a back attack, so I'm going to give you the advantage to hit from behind at okay. plus two. All right, here we go. It's,
1: that's cockeyed, see? Works okay, focused. you are being consistent. I appreciate that. Because
2: <laughs> the last
0: time, seven, I missed. <laughs> it was a Okay, cockeyed. There so was a you swing
2: cockeyed. the lantern, and the good news is you don't break it as you s- <laughs> try to smash it into the skull of the skeleton. Uh, but it doesn't notice. It only has uh, its focus or eyes on Quan Po. So uh, Yeah, it sounds really,
0: some Quan Po chicken In sounds oh. great. <laughs> <laughs> the number 47? <laughs> at the number 47. We're going Miles. to attack
2: Marissa. Uh, four, uh, two fours. Okay, they miss. And then two Quan Po. Uh, nine, oh, a natural 20. This and is, I do this, critical this, hit.
1: This is first edition. Oh, he does critical hits, he said.
2: Yeah, this is uh, first I edition. do critical hits and I missing. do
1: critical misses.
2: How do you do them? Do you, what do you do? all right. You, all right. My critical hit is uh, automatic full damage for the weapon. Times In this ten. case, six <laughs> points of damage from the short sword. Okay. Uh, plus, plus you can add any modifiers. Ooh. Oh, well, hello. So. I thought it was going to stop at max. Uh, so, Quampo <laughs> <Keep laughs> <Yeah. going. laughs> so gets six points of damage plus another two. He takes eight points of damage.
1: Yeah. Okay. How's Quampo doing? Oh, not it's bad. Quampo chicken. He's no, he's... No, he's- He's topsui. He's suey. Wow. <laughs> No, he's not.
0: He's not. Okay, so still he's not. still fighting.
2: All right. So at this point, uh, we are going to roll for initiative uh, or declare actions. But I must say, this is uh, the hallucinations only lasted for two rounds. So at the beginning of this round, uh, the two ladies are starting to begin to get their faculties back. So, they, uh, are back to, at the beginning of this round, when it's their turn, they are no longer hallucinating, and they can see that these skeletons are real. Okay. Alright, so Okay. they're, uh, declaring actions, so, uh, I imagine everyone's doing the same thing that they were doing. No.
1: Yeah. Well, I'd like to change, so in other words, have, have I started, I was trying to get off my boots. Right, and you were able to now get one off. Oh god, that means I want to, t- <laughs> So now, if I don't continue the spider, climb, either I continue the spider climb, or I spend time putting the boot back on, which is probably my round, or fight with one shoe, or fight with one shoe, or fight with the shoe, or fight with the shoe. There's four options. <laughs> That's right. You got plenty of options there, Dan. Oh, this is terrible. All right, I'm going to uh, I'm going to continue with the spider climb because I don't want to watch you guys die. Right. I'm That's continuing the spider climb. That's good. Okay. Thank you. All right. Uh, Quampo is attacking.
0: I'm. I. I'm, uh, You're still behind inst- one. Yeah, I'm going to try to uh, attack again because I really don't have a choice. I'm going to attack the one he's trying to attack. We're trying trying to concentrate our firepower. Okay.
2: All right. We roll for initiative. And, and, and Marissa's. Uh, just, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm rolling threes. So. Uh,
0: All right. So, so you, the
2: skeletons Yeah. The skeletons. Go, skeletons go. Yes. Yeah, so two skeletons at Marissa. A fifteen, I believe, is enough to hit her. Yep, yeah, that's what. Yeah, she's AC four. they need. So one skeleton hits. Marissa takes oh six damage. That's a, all right. So she's down. She's down to oh, uh, that's a good solid strike there. Uh, two on Quan Po. Uh oh, both misses. So pretty pretty close on one, but uh, they miss. So the party can go ahead, and Kwan right. Qu- Po gonna go. Okay. yeah miss.
1: Seven. All right. Uh, now it's. let uh, go ahead, Marissa. Marissa. Seventeen. Seventeen. That's oh. good. Solid hit. Yeah. So now roll your damage. What's she what attacking with? Spear. What is the spear? One to six. Two to six. Yeah. And, and it's plus one, right? Well, yeah. uh, yes. Um, oh, she has a strength
2: bonus strength too. Strength so,
1: so a total of
0: three points. Three, three. <laughs> that's with the bonuses. <laughs> that's with the bonuses. With the, three points.
2: Actually, uh, I believe it was, the way it was written up, uh, I think. Because she can specialize in spear.
0: Oh yeah, she's D6 plus four, so
2: she a total of five points. Yeah, all right. What? What is that? Yeah, more more craziness. There's a crazy book out there that shall not be named that allows for fighters to specialize in weapons.
1: Oh, that's right. You're using a. This is a Carlos Lysing created character, right? Right. Right. I'm going to go
2: ahead and stick with that. Typically, I I wouldn't, but this is the way it's written up, so I'm going to allow you to attack again for Marissa. This is, oh. Uh, oh, yeah,
1: that's right. She gets another or two.
2: Okay. All gets-
1: of a sudden, this this book is seeming, I love this <laughs> that's book. Right. As a player, <laughs> this it's book amazing. is great. <laughs>
2: right.
1: so I'm being converted. I've seen the light. That- oh, that, see? That, it's because it's, it's the book. It, I'm being punished. A one. She rolled a one. Oh, okay. One. So
2: that's a critical fumble. And so, what you that's do right. in that game, I have a chart here. I need you to roll a d4 and a d6 at the same time and read the d4 first. And I'll tell you what happens.
1: Do I have a chance of hitting James? (laughs) No, I'm not near there.
2: That should not happen. A one on the D4. Okay, you slip.
0: And now a three three. on the
2: the D6. And you fall on your bottom. So you are sitting currently. That's
0: awesome. Good job.
2: So you have slipped uh, on maybe some of the dust on the floor and um, maybe a little bit overexcited and overextension on the swing of the spear after it cracked against that first skeleton. And... You have now fallen to your bottom. Okay. All right. So, Marissa, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, Mar- uh, Mindy is removing. Casting your, my. Sp- and. your shoe. And she's climbing up the wall.
1: Oh, I got it. All right. So, I climb climbs off. All right. So, it rests for one round plus one round her for two rounds. <laughs> two rounds. Two rounds. I'm climbing up the wall.
2: Climbing up the wall. Yeah. And uh, this is only about, uh, uh, I think it, it's a 10 foot tall, no, 12 foot tall. Um, this is a 30 by 30 by 10 room.
1: I'm going to situate myself, and I'm heading over a... Now, wait, we have everyone's in melee, though. Is that yes, right? that's right. I don't care. I'm still situating myself over melee. Good. Okay. So when, when the spider climb ends, you can just fall to your death.
0: And be impaled. That's right. Good job. I love it.
2: <laughs> it's 12. Well played. <laughs> All right. And now, Sonam's. Um,
0: Yes, I'm going to try to attack again. Okay. This will probably be my last attack, because if I don't do this, I'm going to run for the door and start trying to break it open. Concentrated to me. All right. This is this is not working.
2: Hey, a one! <laughs> That's awesome. A, a natural one. So again, I need yep. to roll wow. a D4 and a D6 at the same time. A one. A one. That's and a slip. three. And a three. Oh. He slips on your bottom. So you slip, yeah. and you're on your bottom as well so did, did did the lantern break?
0: I want to see if we probably should roll to a saving okay, if it like sat
1: on the lantern and jagged and
0: crushed it, and maybe I set myself on fire. Uh, yeah,
1: or at least he got some jagged <laughs> glass in you I, yeah
2: uh, it like was that. such a major whiff that you were swinging mm-hmm. so hard that it goes over the head of the skeleton and you've overextended and you just kind of spun around and landed on your bottom, and the lantern is still in your hand but does not. Fall or break, so there's no wow, need to. Uh roll this was save. a great lantern, huh? And it's oh, not because it? it went out whenever the. Oh yeah, that's right. The... So
1: two of us are on the ground, yeah, one's right. on the ceiling, right. and one's in melee. Yeah, it's all good.
2: Yes, this is, right. This is it's all up from here. Now mm-hmm. uh, we declare actions.
0: Uh, well, I think Marissa and well, I can't speak for Marissa. I assume she's going to
1: try to get up. Okay. Uh, Marissa yes, Marissa will try to get up. I'm gonna climb, I'm gonna start spider climbing toward I liked your idea, toward the door area. Right. Okay. I'm gonna crawl towards
0: <laughs> the door area. Alright, and Quan Po? <laughs> Quan Po is fighting. He's found his path. You
1: can his, his his path. Path. So, so you're not even getting up. You're just like, it's my only chance. Right. he will never craw- see me. That's right, I'm, I'm crawling never- to the door. You're you're sort of playing dead. Um. Sort
0: of. You're playing well, crawl. Well, I, and if, if it goes worse here, then I may cast sleep on the rest of
1: them and then try to sneak out. So I'll That's cool. a good idea. Oh, yeah, right, because who cares about Marissa and po? Wait for me, brother. <laughs> get out. Get out. <laughs> I'm coming. Go for initiative. That's all right. right. Skeletons. Right. Oh, this, a, this, is, oh, this is a biggie. That's a biggie. Five. Five. All right. All right. The party Things
2: are looking up. Party goes. Uh, all, all right, so
0: Quan Poe is going to attack. Come on, Quan 14, I think that's a hit
2: now. Uh, he needs a 13, yes. Yes. For 1 point of <laughs> damage. <laughs> so he smashes the skeleton. He's going to be late yeah. for his
1: his, his tournament. That's with right. that's
2: way.
0: Well, no, I don't think see okay.
2: that happening. Part All of right. the jaw flies across the room, but the skeleton uh, seems unaffected other than taking 1 point of damage like his, his skull
1: spins now around. Now, uh, Marissa was on, on her bottom, so I don't know if she'll get no attack or an attack at the end. She's, she's, she was on her bottom, uh, so she's trying to get up. Yeah,
2: so uh, she gets three attacks. It's three every two rounds, so right. this is the round that she only gets one attack, so she can stand up at this point point. Okay. and, oh, not, that's what she and does. not attack. And receive the
1: death blow. <laughs> that's right. Two skeletons, right. just <laughs> right. like the Harry House. Uh... All right, she stands up.
2: I'm I'm spider climbing. Yeah, I'm crawling
0: crawling to the uh, door.
2: Okay, Uh, so as that happens, uh, the skeletons turn to go, uh, and something strange, they drop their weapons to their sides, and each of them return and sort of magically reabsorb into the pillars in which they came.
1: Oh, okay. His his
2: family's knocking on the door. That's what's happening.
1: (laughs) We gotta go. That's right. The tournament's like tournaments going. Your son's going to be late. Exactly.
2: <laughs> and so All right. uh, that is uh, what has happened. Now, here you are. You're in this room. Uh, the brazier's still burning. The skeleton's still sitting on the throne. There are four strange pillars and a door. Yeah,
1: well, uh, we are... Wait, where's the door? What do you mean the door? The, the door doors, the in? doors that are closed. Oh, right, that we came in, right right, right, there's, right, right. We don't see any other way out at this point. That's correct. So I'm going to try the door. You're crawling over there. Yes, I'm crawling over there. Try that door. I'm, tr- I'm going to try to open the door.
2: There is no handle, and it doesn't budge in any way whatsoever. And it looks mm-hmm. as if there is no seam of any sort.
1: You've got to sit. You've got to sit in the throne. He, so
0: I I tell uh, I say Quan Po uh, the that your path must lead you to uh, Car- Cornac. Mm-hmm. It's go, your destiny. It is your destiny to to go. So speak speak
2: with Cornac. Or it could be
0: putting out the brazier. Right. right yeah. Can we? Uh, is it is it a magical fire, the brazier that we can see now?
2: Uh, what you look at, you see that this is a. Uh, normal fire, but it looks as if it's some sort of natural gas that's fueling it. Uh, Okay. So there's no nothing in there being consumed and so you imagine that it's a gas that is a light.
0: Anyway, we can shut it off.
2: A valve. Yeah, the, we look for a valve or something. To turn, <laughs> that's
1: right, turn, off, turn Is there off. a propane tank that's right, in tank?
2: right. Uh, so you, you, uh, go ahead and roll against your intelligence for investigation around the bridge.
1: Oh. Oh. Uh, I can do that. Oh. No, nope, not me. What I roll? 18? Yeah, 18. A nine. Oh, yeah. I'm a 16. Mendy, the smart one. Yeah. yeah,
2: you're smarter than me. Okay, so with a close investigation, uh... You see nothing. Uh, anything of any type of mechanism is, is a smooth stone, cauldron type vessel with a flame uh, coming up from the bottom. And there seems to be no uh, way to shut it off to increase the flame or to lower it.
0: Alright, brother. What, I, what say I, you? I think I got some divine intervention from the uh, some of our Friends out there, they mentioned to do a clapping or potentially saying Alexa, Alexa, open door, <laughs> Alexis, <laughs> yeah, sh- let yeah. us out. Yeah, it doesn't seem to work. Uh, no, uh, yeah, uh, no, we we need to we need to uh, we're gonna now move towards the uh, you st- I'm gonna be I'm gonna be brave. You s- sister, Mendy, you stay by the door. Okay, uh, if it opens, try to keep it open. Kwampo uh, and the rest of us will go towards. This foul creature, Kornak, who has shown he is not nice. deserving of of the respect that he that the dead should have. And I kind of roll my eyes with this whole respect of the dead. All right. And we move. Okay, so the three of you move towards... Uh, That's right, towards the brazier and Mindy. again. Mendy... I mean towards the dais.
1: Okay. okay. Mendy, I'm by the door. Mendy's right. by the door. Okay. Mindy's
2: by the door. So Mendy's by the door, the... Uh, and the other two, or the other three of you move towards the dais. All right, again, what you see is what looks to be a normal human skeleton wearing chain armor, a large uh, helmet, and a sword at the side. And again, these three items look as if they have not been touched by time. Everything else looks as if it has been lost to time.
0: Well, on this picture, uh, Brian, it looks like is this accurate, these little three lines or steps going up to That's the That's ri- correct,
2: yeah. So this dais is about four feet above uh, the floor, and then another two stairs going up to where the chair is, about another two feet. Okay. So uh, a total, we're looking at about five to six feet off of the ground sits this chair.
0: He's going to check for traps on the stairs first.
2: Okay. Uh, so go ahead and roll. You can go ahead and roll. Oh.
0: With my hot pink dice. Come on, hot pink dice. Hot pink. Nah. He has no
2: idea. Okay. 73. Mm. Yeah, he's like, he mm. is. Uh, he's confident that he knows nothing about traps on the stairs.
0: All right, so we blindly, all three of us go up. Uh, okay. <laughs> we, blindly go up, we blindly go up the stairs, all three of us together. Okay. Uh, Obviously, those two up front, I'm behind. Like them. arms locked? No, they go up front, I'm
1: behind. them. Okay. With my darts. All right, you're watching the rear again.
2: All right, being careful and cautious uh ascend the stairs up to the top of the dais and uh nothing out of the ordinary happens okay
0: we we now check uh i ask him to you know look for any obvious tripwires check for traps as far as the dais is there any besides the writing on the about uh cornac is there any other gems or something something he can push in and out uh, again, we're not trying to disturb the skeleton right away. We're looking on the throne itself to see if there is a, a button, a lever, something.
2: Okay, go ahead roll against his investigation or his intelligence for investigation.
0: Uh let's see. His the roll intelligence is
2: 14.
0: His intelligence is 12. He does not find.
2: Okay, he, uh, <laughs> he he is Uncertain if there's anything of that type, but go ahead and roll for traps. Perhaps while he's looking for traps, you might find something. No, no, he
0: has no idea. Okay. His path, his path does not include illumination.
2: <laughs> the darkness surrounds the monk as he uh, yeah. investigates and finds nothing of importance, uh, at least in his mind, or anything out of the ordinary. It looks to be some sort of just a skeleton, a human skeleton, on a stone chair, and we are we're trapped. All is lost.
1: All right. Well, that's great. Let's get some lunch. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Where do you want to go? What do you think? Uh, Arby's. Yeah. The we did that last time.
0: I think we did that last time. Yeah. Uh Okay. Well,
1: we don't see anything
0: obvious. So except for the items and the skeletons. So now we have to. Uh, we uh, pray. We that's right. Pray to our deities. We uh, take the we, we we remove the skeleton. All three of us will remove the skeleton off the. Do it. Uh Do Very it. very Indiana Jones style. We're like trying mm-hmm. to like Crom and Conan knock the s- s- skeleton off the statue, off the dais, or off
2: the uh, yeah. s- throne. Okay, and uh, uh, tumbles to the ground and doesn't break apart, uh, and it's lying there, and you don't see anything out of the ordinary with the chair. Uh, however, um, um, uh, Quan Po is curious about other parts of this room though. He, he, uh, um, you've piqued his interest in looking for traps. And so he, he says, I see nothing here, but there's other parts that we haven't looked at. So. Okay. Well, we'll
0: have to look around, then, because we are tr- we have literally no way to get right. out of here. Right. So we're basically so Quan- spending
1: the next... He might as well. Right. What else do we have to do? That's right. Search the whole place, Quan Po. Yeah. Go <laughs> crazy. So, so <laughs> he's going to search for traps. We're going to search I for... I should have put Spider Climb on Next Tomorrow, I'll cast right. Spider well, Climb you need on to be, I, In fact,
0: you need to be memorizing your spell That's lights. true. I'm
1: resting. Po Poe's going to go crazy and yeah. just... And am I going to learn a new
0: spell? Probably not. Uh... I could cast sleep on us and just wait. Maybe wake
1: up and something better will happen. I think Quan Po is going to be right. Okay,
2: so he's going to search. uh, Where would you like for Quan Po to search?
1: Well, we're
0: going to. He's going to check the dais first, and then he's going to start going around the, the outside, and we'll check each of the columns too. We got time. We got time. Okay.
2: Let me not real time. Okay, go right. ahead. Each of you roll a d20 for your investigation checks against your intelligence. All right, this is
0: Quan Poe. Or, or your
2: perception or your wisdom. Mendy. Whichever's Mendy got, got it. He, uh,
0: Quan Poe rolled a four. Ooh, I rolled a one.
2: We all, actually, all four of us made it. All right, That's so right. each of you are attracted to the northeastern column. And as uh. you're looking, it seems like you all diverge or see the same thing. There's an oddly shaped bone sticking out, but it seems to be a, le- a lever of sorts. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I don't, this looks as if it might be something of importance. I don't think
1: it's anything.
0: Look, it's, like, there it is. That's, that's the thing. No, I don't
2: think it's anything. All right, everyone
0: uh, <laughs> everyone, go back. I, I asked Quan Po, do you? He should check it for traps just one more time. Hey, go ahead. He's so good at that? Uh, he's so good at it. Yes.
2: Get <laughs> some good practice in. Whoa. Hey, 25. Did he ma- it's close. It's, it's going to be close. I just have to look it up now. Only first is edition pretty. is a
1: 25, a close call. Pretty good. you got to look uh, it up. I believe i put
2: that on the sheet. It is 25. That's what he's got. Wow. All right. So 25. he succeeds in finding that there are no traps. Awesome. So, okay. Uh, All right. It is well, not a trap. And he's confident. I tell him this – yeah, I tell him, this
0: must be your path. We'll stand by the door. Yep, you pull
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll hold the door
0: for you. Yeah, you pull it.
1: <laughs> this is our way to get rid of Quan That's right. So Look what mess got us in. So That's right.
2: It's all his step fault. Step back. Quan Po cautiously pushes down on the bone lever, and you hear like a hissing, popping, kind of a, and then a stone grinding on stone sound coming up from the stone chair, the dais and you notice from where it's coming from, a small drawer slides out from the one side of the chair. Okay.
0: Well, we uh, we, we okay. all... Go inspect. Uh, well, Quampo and, and Marissa go look at it while I, I have my darts out. Okay. Right. You're still resting. Oh,
2: oh, that's right. So what they okay. find is that there is... First thing they notice are four large, are very large gemstones. One is a ruby, okay. an emerald, a sapphire, and an oriental topaz. One is red, green, blue, and yellow, and they look to be rather valuable. There's also a bone scroll case that's capped, and it, uh, and that is all that is in this drawer. Okay.
0: Well, uh, who's you're the intelligent one. You should read the scroll.
1: Okay. Do I need to have read magic for that? I don't know. You should open the scroll and see what happens. Oh, okay. So I just open it, and I'm trying to remember the scroll procedure. You just open it, and yeah, we'll see if it's because it, it starts magic. fading, doesn't it, at some point? If, if you don't, tr- if you don't read it. Oh, it's, oh, if you don't read if it, if you don't try to read it. Oh, okay. But it's, I can try. Oh, oh, that's right. So I can look at it to determine whether it's magic user, that's right. and then then I would use read magic. That's right.
0: Yeah, so she's uh, okay. going to look at that. Uh, we're going to pick up the... Uh, Quo, Quo, Quan Poe is going to have the gems.
2: Okay. Uh, so she cracks open the scroll uh, case. It's the bone scroll case. Uh, it's smooth, no writing on it. And there is a scroll rolled up inside of the case. You open it up, uh, unfurl it, and it is written in an archaic form of common, which you can read. And it says... Cornock Golden Ray, will release you once he has been properly honored. My blessing or curse awaits you. And um, it also continues. For eternity, you I do keep locked in this place and forever sleep. You may speak honored reverence for your release. So you may leave this place in peace. Heed this: pass the test, do your best, and you I will bless. Or do your worst, and you will feel my wrathful curse. Mm. And that's all that's on the scroll. Wow.
1: Okay. I mean, usually you fail an exam, you just get an F. Right. And you c- you could retake the class. Exactly. <laughs> Next semester. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well. Um... Wow. All right. So somebody give it a shot. <laughs> Yeah, we don't see
0: any places to, like, stick these gems in, right? They're all, uh, there's not any sockets or anything in the columns or anything like that.
2: That's correct. Uh, you guys okay. did a very good investigation, and with your good investigation roles, you were able to determine many things uh, before you stumbled across this lever, and there's nothing of that sort in this room.
0: All right, well, we prop. We put back Cornac uh, back into his rightful place. We don't steal his stuff at this point. Um, we uh, we're going to put the gems back for now, and we're going to uh, stand in referent, you know, in deference to him and reverence, and uh, announce in that old common, um, you know, most noble. Uh, Coronet Golden Ray, release us and bless us if thou art willing, or something to that
2: effect. And with the mention of his name, you hear what we in the modern world sounds like an airlock being released. And these rods sliding back from behind you. The doors swing open. And as you look over your shoulders, you see in the doorway from uh, the top of the door to the floor a... A uh, shimmering light of red, blue, yellow, and green.
1: <laughs> ah, are you going to grab the stuff? He had a he had a sword. Right. Well,
0: now yeah. now the door is open. Yeah. So we now we retake the uh, gems. You do. Well, yes. Okay. And right. so the light is. Like in a column, so there's a red column, a yellow column, a green column, or they shimmer all Yeah, no,
2: they're just shimmering and oscillating uh, in the doorway. Um, it looks as if it's kind of like a light curtain of sorts.
0: But is it a solid red and then a solid green and then a solid...
2: Uh, no, they're blue, are all, it... all four colors at the same time. Mm. It's kind of moving okay. uh, back and forth.
1: Okay. Well...
2: We, we have
0: four gems.
1: Hmm? of so oh, each color. Huh? Oh, we have four gems and we have four colors.
0: That's right. Well, and they all appear to be shimmering together at the same time, right? All the colors? Or are they?
2: Yes, that's correct. Uh, one, uh, you okay. can't discern if one is brighter or dimmer than the other. Right. Okay. They all seem to well, be equal. Who,
0: who I suggest would probably have to carry all four gems through the thing. Okay.
1: So Makes
0: who, sense. Who wants to do that? Who wants to go first?
1: <laughs> it's up to you. <laughs> um, why don't we just all lock? Let's just go. Someone carry him on. We'll all go together. Okay. You want to each hold one and walk through at the same time? Yeah. Sure. Why not? Okay. Wait. Now he had a sword.
0: You know. Didn't he, he have a sword? He did. And armor and uh, a thing.
1: Do you want to grab that, too? It seems like we, are we asking for trouble? Well, you've gone from reverence to the dead. No, 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 I don't, no, I don't think we should. No, I don't think we should, but I want to make sure the other characters understand that we're walking out without that stuff. I don't think you should take that stuff. I'm walking out for now. No, I'm walking out, yeah, I'm not taking it. Right. I just want to make sure you were aware. Oh, I knew. That you're walking out, okay. I'm I'm okay with that. Let's go. Let's each take a stone, a gem, and walk out. I'm. I'm trying to get out of here. Let's go. I Und- agree. Agreed. And me. I didn't want to go down in the fan. first
2: place. All right. Uh, Let me go ahead. Roll against your wisdom one more time, each of you.
1: Uh. I made I mine this. seven. See. And I don't know if. Uh, she, uh Marissa made her. She Marissa got a twelve.
0: Quan Po did. What'd, she, what'd you? Marissa got a
1: twelve. She did not. Mendy did.
0: Uh, Oh, I did. Oh, I got. I'm very wise. That's why. That's. I'm like. This is not the right thing. We need to get out of here. Stop defiling Mm -hmm. the dead. You've convinced me. Yeah. So
2: each of you that did score against wisdom, you consult the scroll again and you reread it and you are questioning what it means um, as to what it says. Uh, And. So uh, the last part, heed this, pass the test, do your best, and you, I will bless, or you, do your worst, you will fill my wrathful curse. Yeah. That all kind of sticks into your mind as you are uh, contemplating on what to do with the items that are in this room. Yeah,
0: that sounds great,
1: meaning leave them. Yeah, I probably should leave them. We should leave them. That would be doing our worst. That would be think? doing our best. Oh. Best from that perspective. Oh, the best to leave them. Yes. I think Taking so. them would be worst. Right. Right. Glad we got that clarified. I guess. I thought you meant this was the best. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's right. All right, so we're leaving this stuff, but we're taking the gems and we're walking through. No, we were trying to take oh, the gems. Oh, not gem. the gems. Oh, see, I'm slow. My real life wisdom is low. Right. I don't even take the <laughs> gems. Right. Well, that was your idea anyway. Uh, well, I thought you had to take them to get out of the thing. No, leave. Oh, we're leaving everything. All right, leave everything. Walk oh, I want to leave out everyone. Leave here. everything. That's right. Including Quan Po. That's right. Leave him, definitely. <laughs> Po, you must say. That that's would right. be taking you would be our worst. Right, and in fact we'll go out backwards
0: to show reference. We're, we're Bowing. Like, that's right. All right, we're going out. out. We had the very Wayne's world. That's right. Okay. We're not oh, worthy. All right. So we're very, not taking the gems.
1: We're
2: not good. taking anything. Okay, so very good. Each of you return the items, uh including the scroll, back to its proper place. And as you with reference or reverence, bow, leaving this sacred each of you as you pass through these oscillating swirling lights feel a tingle of sorts so i need each of you to roll a d4 one at a time and i will tell you the effects the tingle effect yes is
1: that the name of one of our shops what was it yeah that was the throbbing tingle (laughs) (laughs) all right mendy is oh of course we only roll once that's right that's a good dice Mm -hmm. Um, Mindy gets a one. Three for Marissa. Marissa. Hold on. on.
2: You're going too fast. So Mindy gets a one. Marissa gets what? A three. Three. Okay.
0: Uh, Quan Po, he's two. Okay. And Sonam gets a two.
2: Okay. So Mindy... Uh, You gained one point to two ability scores, and I'm going to roll those at randomly. Wow. So you each are blessed because you showed reverence, and you did not take the items, so you did your best. So, Mindy, I'm going to roll a d6. Strength being one, charisma being six.
0: I I didn't want to take the gems. I just thought that was the only way out because of the colored Now you say that.
2: I would have taken everything
0: else. That's true.
2: So, Mindy, uh, you yeah. gained one point to your strength, I and that. I'm up to an uh, number four would be, is that dexterity? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Up so to you, 14. So you now gained one point of permanent uh, ability score. One to yeah. strength, and one to dexterity. Keep going. Dexterity. Keep going. Uh, that was yeah, Mindy. I'm going back in. <laughs> Reverence again. It's on him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> gained two points to one score that I roll Ooh. randomly. That's so a uh-oh. two, which would be your intelligence.
0: That's actually perfect because my intel. Now I'm what? smarter than you.
2: Oh come on! So you now 17. have permanently gained two points of intelligence. Ah.
1: Oh that's right. Look at those scores. You used one of those other methods. You didn't use method one. You did method thirty-seven. I used left the book. You roll a thousand six-sided.
0: That's right. You just everything's at eighteen, roll a D ten and subtract from that, basically. And i yeah, right?
2: do it on the on the on I the did channel. it. I showed on the
0: video. Oh you were yeah. the one. Oh, he, was, <laughs>
2: the, he <laughs> was the He was the, the viewer. one who saw it. That's right. Uh, I was the one that watched it, yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. I did uh, I did not do it in silent. So quantum with
2: same oh, thing. Just happened. real quick. Yeah,
0: yeah just nine. I roll nine dice for intelligence, I get a 15. Yeah. You want to talk about <laughs> horrible. Nine six-sided dice, I end up with a 15. Nine? Nine. That's why I, method five is not ain't all that that's cracked up to be. But go ahead.
2: All right. But oh, he so gets two
0: points, okay? No, it pose. is good. same
2: thing happens with him. Uh, on his, he gets two points on his dexterity.
1: Oh, that's good oh. for him.
2: Uh, mark that.
1: Hey, does he get some adjustments to some thieving things now?
2: His steaming skills are up on top, hopefully. Hopefully. All right, and who did I miss? Mindy. Uh, Mindy becomes immune to- No, 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 not Mindy. Marissa. Marissa. Oh, I'm sorry. Marissa. We're often confused. Uh, Marissa becomes immune to all disease or poisons, and I'm going to roll for that. Wow. And even is going to be poison. Oh, she wants even. Uh, Sorry, I rolled odd. So she is now immune to all disease. No typhus. That's right. She so the door shut, and you guys are on at the bottom of the stairs. At this point, you hear something up above, it's and a through your investigation, you see attack autumn media attack. And yeah. with that, we will end our session. Oh, that was oh, super fun! Thank you, fun. Brian. That, that was very good. That was so That great. was a lot
1: of fun. All right. Uh,
2: that's, uh, that's a little highlight of the type of game that I like to run. Um, uh, I hope it was enjoyable. Uh, oh my I, goodness,
0: we had a great time.
2: It was uh, super fun, and uh, your players
1: have uh, a great game to look forward to. Uh,
2: well, I I'm, hope so. I, I, uh, I hope people like that style, and uh, if they do, if you're out there listening, uh, please join. And there will be at least six more months of that.
1: <laughs> so I think, I think the lesson is tie up the cleric, right? Don't right, don't Just let the cleric leave. Don't let the cleric. Don't out. split the party. Don't let. Don't split But the party. we need to let him go because he's got a right. he's got a tournament
2: with his son to go to. That's
0: right. So he's got two oh.
2: minutes. Uh, that's uh, I, I may I may be late. We uh, that ship sailed. Yeah, my wife may uh, take them because uh, if there's time, uh, I do have suggestions. But if there's yep. not, then we can do that yep. next time
0: no there is there is certainly we got time for that just real quick you first of all uh yeah let's do your suggestion okay because he he came up he sent something to me that he wanted to show um but while you get that ready uh vic wanted to remind me our suggestion is that his kickstarter for keep it blood red falls is starting next week fantastic so uh once we get that we'll post that on twitter uh, my suggestion is if you want to support a great adventure that's a staple of old school gaming now, he's pub- he's, he wants to publish that legitimately, support his Kickstarter.
1: Yep, yeah, I agree.
0: I support that suggestion. All right, so uh, Brian has a great suggestion. So go ahead, Brian. Uh, actually,
2: quickly, I have two suggestions. And oh, okay. Sort of feed into each other. The first one is to really enjoy this game, you must prepare. Uh, players. Uh, But especially Dungeon Masters. And if more so, if you're going to run your own homebrewed game, be prepared. And that brings me into my second suggestion. I believe that what's going to be helpful for me, and I know all people are different, I've come up with an idea of something that I call the Dungeon Master One-Shot Box. I put pictures out there to you, James, and I don't know if you can uh, show some of those pictures that people might be interested in. Uh, the way this came about, about yeah, I'm going to work on that. Why don't you keep talking about it? Because they're really cool. Okay. About eight to ten months ago, I was searching YouTube to try to find better ways of becoming or, or be, become more skilled at being a dungeon master. That's how I come across Grog Talk. And one of the videos... Wait a minute, I came,
0: that's not, that doesn't make any sense. He wants to be better.
1: <laughs> well, he said he just came, a, he said came, he came it. upon it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, across gotcha. Across it. Okay. He and then he kept... And now he's apparently created something different. Gotcha. <laughs> which gotcha. he's gotcha. recommending oh. to oh, us. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. Uh,
2: okay. So another video, which uh, during this time of my search, I came across <laughs> yes. a man named Jim Murphy... And he has a video out there called How to Be a Great Minimalist DM. And in that video, he has a small box, like a recipe box with note cards in it, that has the stats of monsters and some maps. And at the time, that's not what I was looking for. So I just kind of blew that off and didn't think about it. Well, later, I thought, you know what? That would be a good idea if I prepared an adventure and then for some reason – lost that adventure, uh, fell in the mud on my way to the game, what am am I going to do? Well, if I have a one-shot box, I have the stats of the monsters, I have maps, and things that I'm already prepared so that we can run a game and we won't be disappointed. Right. Because, you know, I spent three years trying to come up with adventures when I was a kid, basically opening up the book and say, okay... All right, here's what we're going to do. And I don't think that would go over very well nowadays. So I took it a step further. I was thinking, you know what? I don't even want to have my books. I want to have everything I need in this one box to play a one-shot adventure. So I put in dice, pencils, a small notepad. I even came up with a Dungeon Master screen. I broke it up into three parts uh, basic, expert, and advanced levels. And I went through the Monster Manual, Fiend Folio, and Monster Manual 2, wrote out the stats for monsters that are appropriate for each of those levels. Well, uh, I came up with scenarios and motivations, I came up with maps, I came up with non player characters. And then, well, I needed the hit matrix. So there we I, bas- go. I basically took the old Dungeon Master screen and the sheets and made copies of those, cut them out, and pasted them on cards. So now I have all the tables and charts that I need. And the way it works, uh, uh, this is great if you're in a hotel room. Hey, let's play Dungeons and Dragons. There's like four or five of you. And I also. Pre-rolled characters in there I just took modules Printed off the pre-generated characters And folded them up And put them in the box So As the dungeon master I'm going to say Okay, we're going to play Expert level I'm going to pull out Three cards Maybe a boss I'm going to pull out a map I'm going to pull out uh, Scenarios Or motivations And I'm going to spend Maybe Fifteen minutes Preparing A storyline While I'm doing that, the players are going to uh, be picking their characters off of the pre-generated sheets. We all have dice. We all have pencils. 15, 20 minutes uh, in, ready to go. I pull out my Dungeon Master screen, and we're off and running, and then we start the adventure. And uh, so it's morphed from this idea of having a – kind of a, oh, I don't know what you would call it, just a uh, pre-generated uh, sort of adventure in a box to everything you need, travel kit, Dungeons & Dragons. So if you put the time into it, uh, and everybody can customize to whatever they want, but I've put in there all of the things that I think that I'm going to need to play Dungeons & Dragons in one small box.
0: Yeah, I'm showing pictures right now. of it. It's super cool. And it's, you know, like you said, it's, it gives you, you know, you've got to run a game. We're not got to. You want to run a game. You know, we've talked about how Carlos and Vic, they can just drop in a dime. It's the same kind of thing. You know, Carlos has adventure cards that he's written, which are short things. This is the same kind of thing. It's even more of an open system. So very cool. I am showing pictures, cool. Brian, of it.
2: Okay, yeah, those are just as- some of examples that I have in there. Uh- You'd really have to blow them up to look at them, but basically i I put all the stats that the monsters have and
0: um we'll put them on Twitter or something so people can actually take a look at them
2: okay yeah uh it's uh it's it's something for me to enjoy the hobby uh because I like to prepare and write my own things and uh If I want to go somewhere, let's say I'm on my way down to Orlando to pay tribute to the Grog uh, leaders, (laughs) and I stop in northern Georgia, and I want to play Dungeons & Dragons, and I didn't bring all of my books and everything, but I did bring my Dungeon Master one-shot box, rustle up a few players, and we've got a game. it's, It's got a little DM screen,
0: little notes. It's super cool.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like people, you know, they keep a basketball in their car in case a game breaks out. It's right now he's he's ready to go. (laughs) Yeah, you should keep that right. So you know,
0: you know, he's got all the key stats for like example of UMBER HULK or Goblin. Some scenarios, you know, basically uh, quick, quick um, tips on how to start an adventure. Basically, kick starting that. That's great. Right. Yeah, it's
2: great idea. The most tedious part, which I haven't quite completed yet, is spells. I have. written or gone through all of the spell lists and picked out the ones that are most common. And because I don't remember, I mean, of course I remember what a magic missile does, but maybe I don't, you know, two weeks from now, it's like, what's a magic missile do? And how many can I shoot at seventh level? Uh, Pull out my card. Okay, here, I can do this. And this is the damage it does. So it's a quick reference. And of course there's no way, unless you really have a lot of time on your hand to, list out all of the spells. Again, I just picked out the ones that are mostly used and tried to break those down and I've gotten up to like maybe first level illusionist at this point. Ah, so wonderful. I'm cleric, druid, and magic user. Okay. Yeah, yeah
1: great
2: idea. Great
1: suggestion. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: So, so uh, go, yeah, go ahead. I, I was just going to say if you want to put the time into it, uh, it makes the game a lot more fun and the more prepared you are, the more immersed the players and the Dungeon Master can be. And if you want to uh, drop a game on a dime, get your Dungeon Master box together. Wonderful. All
1: right, I see. I, that can be a business. That, yeah, that's definitely by, that's right? something super
2: cool about that.
1: I, have, Ma- I thought about that,
2: but then I thought, <laughs> how many people want to run their own game? And how many people... So there's, I thought, there's probably not a large market out there. Right that's now, everybody sadly, their campaign in a hard book. Go from zero to hero in well, one book. Well, we want the, uh, and we could maybe do that, combine
0: it with VIX, Keeper, Bledriff Falls. It could be little inserts uh, for that. Or oh, yeah. Rules AF, which again, our book our book is going to be just all the asterisks and footnotes. How's that coming? I've got to work on it. It's not, go- <laughs> it's it's not, it's not, it's not going well. Put an point to that. Exactly.
1: exactly.
0: <laughs> so uh, you get the honor of rolling the D10 Uh-oh. to all see right. how our session was. All right, very good. Uh, I think it's
2: gonna be high. It should be high.
0: I think it's gonna
1: be high.
2: Uh, yes. Uh, oh, I'm very disappointed. Only a two. It's probably the worst two. episode on ever. <laughs> well,
1: <laughs> uh, but
0: what wow, a maybe yeah. Do we, do we get, get a, a, charisma, a charisma
1: modification no. or something? The so dice don't lie. Oh wow, okay. The dice well. don't lie. Probably because we're hungry.
2: That's probably what it is.
1: Well, but you know, maybe like a two of our show is still like pretty good. Right. Maybe is
2: there like a curve,
1: bell curve. Right. All
2: I, right. I'm sorry to disappoint on such a low
1: roll. but
0: Yeah. Uh, no, it's just sort it's, of,
1: it's the show ended with a kind of a... Yeah,
0: well, it's because you insist on making us roll for it as opposed to just The perception. dice don't lie. True. So, um, hey, as you know, we're on YouTube. We're on Twitter. Our website, grogcon.com, Google Play, iTunes. Uh, please review, like, and subscribe if you like our shenanigans. Um, again, Brian's Game is on Meetup, and then once you sign up there... He will work with you to get you set up on Skype to start the campaign, which starts two weeks from yesterday, the 28th. We will be on Castle Talk on Monday. Uh, so again, uh, Brian, thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Brian. We really appreciate uh, you spending your morning, afternoon with us. And so um, so for Grog Talk, I'm James. I'm Dan. And who are you? I'm Brian. Thank I'm you. Brian. And, and we thank you so much, and we'll see you next time on Grog Talk. Take care.
1: This has been a Bushy Puppy Production.
2: All rights reserved.